Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS. Like John Thomas, Vicky Kovalu, Kolavu. Kolovu and Master Godai. Coming up on TMS, the Carter Johnson Exotic Zoo. Six dudes in a chapel doing Halo. Choose the middle you like. First come, first seat. Squirt eyes out of your brain. Scrumetal. Kim had one, but I never looked at it. Southwest has concert seating. Steve, the leopard gecko. My legs don't fit good, Lieutenant Dan. Doing it in a church. Nope, not there, no thanks. Not next to that guy, nope, no. Miss Rachel, nothing like it. Mansplaining IUDs. Lessons in familial passive aggression with Wendy, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hi, Ralph here. Me and my pal Brian are hosting all your favorite NBC shows this Saturday morning. It's going to be out of this world. At first glance, it looks like something out of Star Trek. The Morning Stream. Save it for the French. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Thursday, January 11th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Hibbett. Hello, Hello. Brian. I know how to Hello. say your name, unlike a certain You do, someone. unlike Leo, whose name, uh, last name shall not be mentioned. Lefort. I mentioned it. Oops, sorry about that. Lefort. Accidentally, accidentally slipped out. Darn yeah. it. Darn it. Who... Hey. Who, who knew? Yes, go ahead. Who knew? A uh, public service announcement really quick before we get to our top topics. Yeah. Uh, today is the last day. Um, if you like Southwest Airlines, as I do, I don't mind going and picking my own seat. No problem with that at all. It makes it actually works out really well when I can walk down the aisle and say, nope, he smells. Nope. Uh, she's going to talk the whole time. <laughs> nope. Uh, small baby. Nope. Uh, that guy uh, heavy like me, and he's leaning over the leaning over the armrest. Nope. Wow. Anyway, uh, you can pick and choose. But if you like Southwest Airlines, you're flying to TMS Vegas. Today is the uh, last day to take advantage of their Wow sale. It's not related to World of Warcraft, surprisingly enough. Mm. But forty percent off fares if you use the code Wow. Oh, interesting. That's just yeah. a thing they're doing countrywide. Nationwide, yeah, okay. yeah, nationwide. So, right. yeah, if you um, don't, if you don't mind <clears throat> the way it works and the whole like uh, kind of cattle method of loading people yeah. on a train or a plane. And really, and really, it's more Tina gets to do that. Like basically, when we fly, it's an understanding um, and probably an unfair one. But Tina is like, no, I'll take the middle seat. You can have either the aisle or the window. Yeah. Um, 
super generous of her. She is a saint, and we 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 know from everything else that she's done that she's just Saint Tina. But uh, she, I let her pick. So basically, I let her lead, and she goes down the aisle and says, you know, like looks and sees whose baby already got the window seats, and says, nope, nope, not that guy. Nope, not her. Nope. Nope. And mm, uh, mm. yeah, because if you're going to be in the sandwich position, you got you got to make some choices, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I get that. <laughs> so she'll choose a middle that she likes, and then you're like, "All right, cool. I'll take the aisle here then, or right. I'll take the window right. there, or whatever." I get it. Right. Uh, uh, Claire in our chat room asks, uh, "How does this not end up in fights?" Uh, it's kind of understood. Well, not really understood, but um, I pretty much pay for all of our travel flight flight wise yeah. with, with some exceptions you know she she paid for tokyo and a couple other trips but uh uh i think it's just kind of an unwritten rule if you buy the tickets you get your first choice of seats mm. <laughs> i mean it makes sense right that makes yeah. sense that's uh that's a thing i mean we do yeah. we have a similar thing but we don't um we don't uh it's just it's just a thing that i always get aisle if i can get it yeah, that's just yeah. the thing, and she doesn't care, so she has exactly. no exactly. no worries. If she's window great, she's aisle great. If she's middle great. She doesn't care. But if I right. if I can get aisle, I will get aisle almost one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. And there's a reason. People always say, "Why well, you want the aisle seat?" It's because my legs. I'm a mm-hmm. tall freak, and my legs don't yeah. fit good. And my knee, uh, even though it's only a little bit, it's only a little reprieve. I get a little bit of knee space. Now it yeah, comes with a caveat. Just, I have to be careful because when they bring that drink cart through, right? Bam! If they come in from the back. You don't know about it. It's like a little. It's like a little EV. You don't hear it until it's right on you. Yeah, um, you nail you right in the knee, and it sucks. So don't know, do that. And here's another thing: Southwest doesn't do that anymore. They don't have a drink cart. They come and they take everybody's order. Like they split the cabin up into thirds. Yeah. They take everybody, you know, a different, a different attendant takes everybody's order and then they just run drinks back and forth and they never, they never do the drink cart, which I think is really, it helps with people who need to go to the bathroom. Cause that really just, that, that just becomes a big old plug that, uh, you are not getting to the, the aft bathrooms if you are, uh, uh, at the back of the plane, but that drink cart is behind you. Yeah, what if you're sitting next to IBS Bob, who has to, you know, at a moment's notice, right. get the hell exactly. up? You can't. So, we can do climb yeah. over everything. I've seen right. that episode of Seinfeld. The lane gets screwed on that deal. You know, yeah, yeah so exactly. Bruce so, Valanche or yeah, whoever no that was cart. stopped uh, stopped all the traffic in the middle of the plane. She was like, ah, <laughs> not Bruce Valanche. So There's no, another Center Square guy. It's not Bruce Valanche. It's uh, yeah, so uh, right. It's uh, ah. I know you're talking about. Uh, you know who I mean. He's kind yes, of flamboyant, a flamboyant kind of guy. Yes. Anyway, whatever. Nineties kids. Think of it. Yeah. And and uh, I've never seen you know the the whole choose your own seat thing. Never seen a problem on a flight where somebody you know wants a seat or or you know it's almost almost every time if you're really nice and you're like oh my wife and I you know. Could we sit together? Is there any chance you'd uh, yeah. uh, take this other seat so my wife and I can sit together? Almost every time I've seen somebody get up and, and change seats so that um, a couple can sit together. Never seen a fight. No. That usually is not a problem. Most people are cool. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if they're alone already themselves. They don't care where mm-hmm. they go. Mm-hmm. I've moved yeah. for people when I was alone on a flight. And they were like, hey, yeah. can I? my, my oh, daughter's yeah. way back there and I'd really like to keep my honor. Is that okay? And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's do it. And I even went back to a uh, terrible part of the plane, way in the rear with the loud yes. engine and everything. That's fine. 
I don't care. Yeah, some guy came up to me and said, I'd really like to sit next to your wife. Could I swap seats with you? I'm like, yeah, sure, absolutely. And and so we swap seats. So Be nice is what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, be like us. We're so nice. (laughs) Look how nice we are. We're incredibly nice. (laughs) You know what people like is people that that tell other people how nice they are. They love that about us. They love it. Oh, people, yeah. Those are the nicest people are the ones who have to tell you how nice they are. How nice they are or how good looking they are or how... uh, how smart they are, you know, always someone <laughs> totally. to always someone to trust and believe in. Uh, well, anyway, that is good news. Wow is the code uh, if you're trying to save a little bit of money. And that is good. Forty percent. Jeez, that's like a that's like a steam winter sale. Get, mm-hmm. get on. Yeah, that. yeah. Get get on it. Get on it. If you're uh, uh, if you're if you're doing things. We um, I booked my flight uh, last night. So Tina and I, Tina and I decided we're going to come to TMS Vegas this year. Oh, so, uh, oh, good! I was hoping you guys yeah, would come. Really yeah. looking forward to seeing people this year. So, oh, now you're tempting me to go. Mm. You should, you should go. You should go. You know what? Um, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm saying it. Okay, I'm telling you right cool. now. Awesome. Yep. I'm loading up the car. I'm going to come participate in the uh, in the event this year. <laughs> this is good news. Good, uh, good, all right, excellent. Let's dive into some stuff. My uh, yeah. my sister will be I'm here done. later. We got a, a weird one, so uh, hang on for that. But uh, to get things going. Yep. We got a couple of follow-ups. Jeff Sire is always a guy to hear us and then immediately want to correct us or tell us something. He or whatever. is, yes. Yeah, that's love his, his fee- Love his feedback. Never, never, ever stop, Jeff. Yeah, he's one of our favorite people in the world. Please continue to be yourself. Jeff right. Sire wrote he in. come to TMS Vegas, by the way? He was there last year. Yeah, he was there last year. Oh, he was there last year. Yeah. Jeez Louise, yeah. But, I was thinking okay. the year before, anyway. but it was last year. Look, there's yeah. a lot of you. We forget sometimes. It's okay. That's right. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah. I say how much I love him, and then I can't remember that he was there last year. Well, I will say I didn't get to spend enough time with him. I can say that. Oh, I don't get to spend enough time with anybody. Yeah, I hate that part. Anyway, Jeff says, uh, he wrote in an email form, says, Scott and Brian, knowing Scott's obsession with weird body facts. Oh, you think you know, you think you know me, do you? Uh, he says, here's another one. Your R's are part of your R's. Your eyes are part of your brain. Um, Hmm. I think I already knew this, but it's still fun to look at. When your body develops in utero, brain material is squirted out of your brain cavity into your eye sockets and then become your eyes. The parts of your brain are connected to the nerves and are are the only thing between your eyeballs and your brain are your optic nerves. From the Cleveland Clinic site, here's what they say. Your optic nerve is a direct connection between your eyes and brain. How your eyes develop also means your retinas are technically part of your central nervous system, brain, and spinal cord. Your eyes are one of your brain's windows to the world, unquote. Well, Jeff, I think I knew that, but I didn't, I didn't know about the squirted in there part. No, I didn't know about, uh, I mean, obviously I knew, all right, well, yeah, your, your eyes are, are connected to your brain by the optic nerve. Didn't know, did not know that the, uh, that technically your eyes are part of your brain. That's, that is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, they don't, I guess they develop. Uh, in the, in the brain, in utero, yeah, quote unquote, squirt out into your eye sockets. Yes, squirt it out. Is that the is that the medical term, Doctor Jerry? Could we get a could we get a confirmation about the about your eyes being squirted out of your brain in utero? Yes. Yeah. Also, that is just sounds awful, but it does. I hear there's a noise that I hear with yeah, <laughs> like your eyeballs being. But it formed. makes sense. Yeah. It's like saying I don't know your headlights and your windshield are part of your car. Well, of course they are. It's like mm. you know. You're there's a direct connection. When I see well, things sure. happen here, well, I'm yeah. now processing that data. I mean, you know, I knew that they were obviously connected, right? <laughs> but uh, didn't know that they they're they're part of the same part of the same uh, organ. Basically, yep. they start out part of the same organ. So our favorite Canadian, I shouldn't say that. I have a lot of Canadian friends. One of our favorite Canadians <laughs> has put us there on the right path. Thank you, Jeff. Yes. I appreciate it. 
Uh, then we got one for Brian. This is from KCB. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is about Screamo, uh, you know, the kind of heavy metal that you and I don't like. Correct. That, uh, well, and 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 uh, cl- and he's clarifying that, which I appreciate. Some yeah, time. we appreciate some clarification. He says, "Dear Scooter and Bicycle, it grinds my gears a little t- a little every time Brian refers to heavy metal with harsh vocals as quote unquote screamo." I know over the years, screamo has become a blanket term for any music with harsh vocals. The true screamo is emo with screaming scream plus yeah. emo equals screamo. Emo itself <laughs> is a derivative of punk. Uh, derivative. That's an interesting way of saying it. I'll ask about yeah. that in a second. I'm I mean, not, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that because I do have questions sure. about the sure. the entomology of such things. Anyway, I'm not going to threaten to quit listening because of it. That, <laughs> that's just silly. I'm a fan and a patron of everything on the network, and I've been listening to everything Frog Pants since discovering the instance in 09. I love you guys, and thanks for all the years of entertainment. I guess this is where I insert the obligatory love the show, though. Sincerely, KCB. Well, yeah. Casey. Sorry. Uh, well, let me address the first part of this. He's absolutely right. Yeah. I do, uh, I do tend to label everything that has those Cookie Monster vocals, yeah, um, with the uh, with with the term screamo. And I shouldn't. There needs to be. I need another term for that because I like heavy metal, but I don't like that. And yeah. I need something. I need a little classification. It's like the the reality show versus the reality competition show differentiation that i think is important i need i need a differentiation for this the the metal with screaming in it that separates it from the emo yeah i agree scream metal uh, is that better scream metal. That we don't have emo scream metal scream metal <laughs> scream metal yeah uh yeah i don't i don't know i don't know how you do it like i felt pretty comfortable saying screamo before before this email uh like you and and maybe yeah. i over i over apply it as well i just know it when i hear it and i just don't like it yeah Exactly. Yeah. So you could have somebody going, oh, over the top of yeah. anything, yeah, any and kind of like genre, uh, and I'd be like, oh. uh, you know, a uh, country song. How come there are no country songs with uh, the, the Cookie Monster vocals in there? Or uh, Scuntry, uh, they call it. Scuntry. 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 Oh, my gosh. Yep. It feels, God, that feels so close to a dirty word. But it, <laughs> but it isn't, but it really feels like we're... We're dancing on the edge of a blade there. I was trying to find a video real quick of some audio of an example of this. And yeah. the first five videos are not all metal is screen. It's like a bunch of people telling us what this email is telling sure. us. Sure. Um, so let me see if I can find this real quick. Probably not in the nice way that KCB uh, tells us. Probably not. Okay. There's a little kid. They say this little kid knows Screamo. Let's see what we get here. Oh. There you go. She did it. She did it. She's got a huge career ahead of her. Good luck. I love it. That maybe I could listen to a little bit of that. But, uh... <laughs> oh, I got to tell you a funny story about kids. So yesterday, okay. I go upstairs after doing some stuff and uh, didn't know it, but the the kiddos were here. Uh, Taylor was getting a touch up on a tattoo, and she was like, Kim was watching the kids, mm-hmm. and Kim had to go run Van to school. Uh, it's all happening around the same time. So she's like, can you just watch Phoebe for a little while? She's going to go down for a nap as soon as I get back. I said, no problem. Love it. Don't ever get to spend a lot of time with her alone. Let's do it. I love it. So I'm hanging out with her. We're watching Miss Rachel. Now, any parents of infants will know what this is. Miss Rachel is a YouTube channel that would destroy your brain, Brian, if you heard it. 
Really? Oh, oh gosh. my gosh. Okay. It's one of these little kids. Kids love it. The little babies love it. It's a very popular YouTube channel. But it's yeah. basically this lady named Miss Rachel that is constantly going, Can you say red? Oh, good job. Like, it's that gotcha. kind of tone okay. the whole time. So it's made. Oh, wow. It's, it's for yeah, little, little babies. For- Little babies, right? Little tiny babies, yes. Yeah, and they love it. She is absorbed by it, just sits and stares at it. So for the most time, or most part, I'm just sitting there with her, and I'm talking to her, and she's looking at the TV, and she'd look at me and smile. And then if there's a dance or a clap thing from the Miss Miss Rachel thing, she'll go, mm, start doing it, you know? And yeah. she's kind of talking now and can say words and all this. And I'm like, what? what's that? I'll point at the screen. She goes, Miss Rachel. She, she knows what it is. <laughs> Oh, that's great. It's really cute. But you anyway, yeah. I like that she's watching that over uh, Blippo or some kid unboxing toys or something like that. Like, good for her that it's something that actually seems like it's it's interacting with her and ga- engaging her. It is. And it's teaching them good stuff. Like, I, I tease it. I make fun of it. But the truth is, it's it's based on some pretty sound, like, tiny yeah. tiny baby educational stuff. So Right. I, and I guess I shouldn't disparage Blippo because I know... Mateo and Ava liked it for a while, and and uh, people and like Blippo. So. And those girls, it it's not. Is it Blippo? I might be getting their name wrong. So. I like that name though. If it's Blip, if yeah, it's not Blippo, Blippo we're going to make if, a new uh, kid show. Does name somebody Blippo. already have the name Blippo on YouTube? Darn it! Oh, somebody does. Dang it! Blippo.com. Blippy. Blippy. Forty two says Blippy. Is okay, it Blippy? Blippy? Okay. Blue, not Bluey. Blippo is the emo version of Blippy. Blue, Bluey's like <laughs> more when advanced. Mix, when you mix Blippy and emo, you get Blippo. Yeah. yeah. Boy Cried Roll says Bluey. No, no, no. Bluey's like a... That's, yeah, that's, that's leagues I ahead. Like, I like Bluey. Yeah. Bluey rules. Oh, Blippy with an I. There it is right there. Blippy. Okay. But but what happens is kids usually grow past it, right? They they see it, yeah, they like right. it, and then they move on. Well, she's at that stage, so she's super rocking out. She's only a year old. And uh, anyway, at some point I noticed that she's starting to lean back a little bit into the couch, sinking into it, and her eyes are drooping. I'm oh. like, uh oh, we're getting we're getting tired, and Kim's yeah, not Kim's not home yet because it's snowing. I'm like, I don't know when she thinks she's getting home. So, I, l- I look at her and I go, "Are you tired?" And she goes, <laughs> she looks at me with these droopy eyes and goes, "Nine night." And I go, ah. I go, "Nine night, night time for nine night." She goes, "Yeah, nine night." And I said, "You want to go now?" She goes, "Yes." <laughs> so, so I pick her up. I take her in the room where we have a little. We have a crib set up for her just when they're here. And yeah. I put her in it, and she goes, night-night. I said, night-night, and she goes, binky. And I go, all right, here's your binky. Blunk, stuck in her mouth. And she, out of the side of her mouth, goes, blanket. And I go, oh, yeah, your blanket. I grab the blanket, <laughs> put it up next to her face. She hugs up next to it, and I go, are you good? And she just, like, rolls her eyes like this, falls asleep, and she was done. It was amazing, man. Kids Aww. are cr- I want to sleep like that tonight. Can I do that tonight? No kidding. Oh, my God. I'd love that. Can I just yeah. say to Kim, night-night, binky, blanket, and then just... And you're the best grandpa ever for, for for doing all that too. Not not like somebody wouldn't like. Nope, can't have your blanket. No, That's not at all. She's old. A, she's adorable. I need more time with her like that because it's always, you know, Kim or Taylor or something. Yeah, but I'm you I, know uh, I can caretake when when it when it comes down to it. I can do what I need to do, and it's fun. I yeah. used uh, for the first time last night this thing that looks like an IUD. Oh my um, lord! Look at that thing. This uh, this is a uh, these are the Philips uh, cocoon sleep headphones. I kickstarted this like two years ago, and uh, um, they're like earbuds that go um, that are flat and deep enough into your ear that um, when you're laying on your side, I'm a side sleeper. That uh, um, 
there, there's no pressure in my ear from me laying on these things. Yeah. So basically, uh, I have I, I did last night had white noise going on and a little bit of rain sound for a while, and man slept really well until I realized I had. I put the size five earbuds on, and I think I need a size four. So I'm putting, I replaced them this morning with the size four. So they fall out if you don't, or, I, or wait, no, no this, smaller. Too, the, the five were, were oh. just a little bit too big. It was hurting my ears after, I like to woke up at about two, and they were hurting my ears. So I was like, oh, all right, let's go with the size four tonight. So still, still evolving, but dang, these things are great. Having the white noise. Yeah. Works works great. It really does look like uh, Mrs. Anderson. Your IUD fell out. We're going yeah, to refit exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, I'm never going to get pregnant again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's cool for a side sleeper. Like, and that is so non-intrusive. I wear the CPAP with it. I still have my Spider-Man eye mask with it. Like my head. It, 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 I look like Claude Rains is the Invisible Man with so much crap on my head with the the CPAP and the sleep mask and the ear thing. And, yeah, look uh, like Johnny Mnemonic in there. Exactly, exactly. So that's cool. What I need is just like a have it all in one little like uh, uh, bank robber mask that I could just pull over my face and have it all. You can just go uh, two weeks and have it go and disappear. <laughs> Uh, that's cool. So wait a minute. So this is a thing I can get. Uh, I can buy somewhere now. You can buy it now. Yeah, uh, if you go to cocoon.com, I think K O K O O N. Because I'm also a side sleeper. Yeah, um, they're really really nice. Uh, sorry, how you spell it? Cocoon. K O K O O N. K O O N. It's an interesting. Yeah. Spelling. Oh my god! I mean, they're asking the red fraggles saying what what. Uh, pictures of IUDs have you guys seen it's really the IUDs that I remember from uh, looking at in uh, uh, middle school or uh, junior high when they showed us those weird little little contraptions that were just meant to irritate the hell out of the uterus so that it wouldn't produce uh, or so that uh, uh, it can get the- yeah, it was kind of like a coil it looked like a um, let me find one. Let me let me just find one. Yeah, look one up. I, the to old me, IUDs. To me, it would just you'd have to. I'd have to just take everyone's word for it about how they're shaped because I have no idea. I don't think I've ever oh, seen really? an IUD. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now Kim had one, but I don't remember looking at it. Yeah. Here's the. This is the. <laughs> this is like kind of like the one uh, that I remember. Covey image address. Yeah. Just give that to me in Discord. There. I'll give it to you in Discord. Probably better. Yeah, it'll be faster. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, is that really a? Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, dude! All right, here you go, chat. Look at that thing. Or look at these guys. There's a Tell snake me that in my this. This does not look like the Philips cocoon headset that I just showed on screen. All right, let's take a. Oh yeah, look at this. See, I, yeah. You know what? Come on. Brian's not like, smoking crack. Look at this thing. Yeah. I mean, look at that. It is. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you showed me this, I would just say, uh, your neon sign is not complete, ma'am. I don't know what's right. wrong. <laughs> we haven't finished making your neon sign. Yeah, that's funky. Yeah. All right. Yep. I'm convinced that you had the right comparison. Thank you. Thank you very much. I still, if uh, you hadn't told me what these were, I wouldn't know what this is. Oh, yeah. No, I, you should have got some old ones and brought them to uh, Vegas and said, identify these yeah. like up on stage. Or something. Oh, you know what? Icor just sent me one I have seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen the little T-shaper the one thing. That looks like the, uh, the, the, the T-shaped one is the current, the way they currently look. Yeah. Right. And then that, 
Well, I don't want to know the details, but that goes that goes up your hooter, right? That's all up in your yeah. hooter. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. And then, and but how do you? Whatever. Do doctors put that in, or can can the person who does it have do that? Oh, the, you can put them in yourself. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I'll look for I think it. you're not supposed to leave them in all the time, or no? I don't know, man. This is a. Uh, sorry, it's area. been since since junior high school that I learned about IUDs clearly. Mm. Uh, oh, Red Fraggle says it goes in oh, your cervix. Okay. Well, I don't okay. have I don't and, have and, one of those, so I don't know. And Claire says you don't put them in yourself. You do have to have them put in by a doctor. Really? Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Well, I see. We don't know. All right. We don't know. Yeah. See, this is uh, uh, never <laughs> never been with a woman who was uh, using an IUD. Uh, just the pill. Thank you very much. Yeah, just the, the pill. This is the most dude info you're ever going to get. It on. really is. Like yeah. this is this is worse than when we try and explain LGBTQ issues. Mm-hmm. Is us explaining IUDs? Yeah. Now so. let me tell you about the struggle of the black man during the sixties. <laughs> That's right. Let me tell you all that I know there. Uh, okay, so my question though you know, is, it up? it's the what's the what's the uh, that's the one you put in yourself the uh, the the disc. What is the disc called? Oh, the, the, the little cup. The um, the cup. Ray, uh, what is that? Was that stupid thing called? Uh, uh, the it's not the sponge. That's what Elaine couldn't get. Enough no, of. not a moon cup. Diaphragm. That's diaphragm it. is the word. Yes, the diaphragm you put in yourself. The IUDs you don't put in yourself. No, no, no. And then I, I know how condoms work. Those are pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, very familiar with those. Yes. Yeah. Hey, look, we know how our own stuff works. That's yeah, totally we know what's up there. Um, yeah. Just hard to find the big ones, if you know what I'm yeah. saying. You know, yeah. the, the big ones are rare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, there you have that. I'm glad By the way, we, can we we really we kind of glossed over. We we're going to really quickly address emo being a derivative of punk. Can oh yeah, you, is that the case? You, I didn't know that's where it came from. I feel like it is. I feel like um, stuff. There's a blanket label of punk these days that I think gets incorrectly applied to a lot of bands. Uh, I think Green Day is punk. I think that for me, the definition of punk is rock that, for the most part, not every song has to do this, but but. The band has to have a few songs where they are protesting, in a way, the status quo. Protesting. The Sex Pistols did it. The Ramones did it. Um, uh, you look at a lot of the bands, the, the punk bands from the, the 70s. Yeah. Even uh, your 90s pop were, were punk. anti-establishment. Yeah. Even, exactly. even that. Like Even right now, Green Day's taking heat for changing... What do they change? They, they, on New Year's Day, they changed um, Redneck Agenda in American Idiot to Mega Agenda. Oh really? Yeah, oh, nice. pissed off a bunch of mega sure people, which is funny because who did they think they were singing about back in '04? Who did they? Who did they think they were railing against? Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, uh, yeah. yeah, like anyway, I, that's that's what I that's what I consider punk. People really can define punk any way they want, but for me, growing up with the Sex Pistols and the Ramones and Public or not Public Image Limited, well, Public Image Limited to some degree. Um, and what punk is now is everything that I think does include modern punk, Green Day, but also things like um, Blink-182, uh, 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 Sum 41, uh, um, trying to think of other, other, you know, purely, do, do Panic at the Disco and... Uh, um, mm, panic's more... Uh, we're going down. What is that? That's uh, Fallout Boy. Is are they considered punk? Uh, uh, 
I don't know if Fallout Boy is. Maybe they they can. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. That's why it's yeah. hard with the modern stuff. To me, you have to have it two is. things. It's one is one is fight the man, and the right. other is a style of music. So you could say the fight the right. man part is definitely uh, part of uh, like uh, yeah. Rage Against the Machine, but they're not a punk right. band. You right. know what I mean? Right. Because you got to exactly. because you got to have a sound too. I think for yeah. for that yeah. to work otherwise you're exactly. just you know. pop punk is a good description yeah panic is is more alternative um but uh anyway so i think it really depends on your definition of uh of punk but the evolution of emo being kind of that that railing against something whether it's not having the right order they get your name wrong on your mocha at uh, Starbucks or uh, the government is is uh, <laughs> is taking away jobs. Whatever you're railing against, if you're doing it uh, <laughs> with, with an emo sound, then you're 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 the evolution of emo from punk. Sure, yeah, emo is that kind of like I always hear it in my head is like, listen to me. With, or no, how's it go? <laughs> I can't. I can't think of an example, but it's like a yeah, like a, yeah. No, it really is. Yes, exactly. got like a whiny thing going on. That's yeah. fine, but whatever. Yeah. Someone in the chat, or is, uh, uh, Max Strollbot says genres suck. I think what he means is categorizing sucks. It, yeah, you can have weird offshoots. Well, pigeonholing. And- I mean, I think categorizing, and, and, and Jeannie Soros says, humans label things. That's how our brains make sense of the world. What needs to happen is an end to the judgment attached to those labels. Here, here, 100%. Uh, we need labels because otherwise, when we go to the record store, how are we going to find uh, the jazz albums? Right. Uh, if you've got them mixed in with the uh, light rock, okay? right? We need right. labels. How are you going to do it? Also, yes. um, have you seen Johnny Rotten lately? Look at this link I just sent. <gasps> no, that's not Johnny Rotten. <laughs> that's really? Johnny Rotten today. Yeah, I saw an interview the other day and I went, "Oh, oh no!" I worry that he's he's got he's got. I don't know. He's just sitting around a lot or something. I don't know what's that is, going and that on. is uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, well, you know what? Whatever. We all age. Of course uh, we do. We all put on the I've, pounds. I've gained weight. You know, yeah. I don't want to say how much weight I've gained since last year after getting off of Noom. Whoops. Noom. Uh, Noom. Noom. Uh, really, after watching what I eat, really. It's not It's not Noom or not having Noom. It's, it's you know, logging what I eat, which I've gone back to. But, uh Maybe that might st- be the wrong outfit for for Johnny Rock. Yeah, it's like his pajamas. Uh, it really just uh, wearing his it's jammies. like causing a moray pattern in my head. Yeah, that uh, that's a moray. It's funny though because you have these rebel um, people you consider to be rebel stars of their of when they yeah. were coming up or whatever. Yeah, and you always forget that. Yeah, these people eventually, like those guys. You know, I was looking at Green Day the other day. These two, these first four singles they released, amazing. Can't wait for the whole album yeah. in a couple of weeks. It's yeah. Gonna be great. But then I, every time I see them, I'm reminded. Oh right, they're like my age. Yeah, they're like fifty something. And yeah, and that isn't exactly. gonna stop. So at what point do we go? I don't know. It's it, it's weird how we do this because when they're in their youth, it's like, yeah, man, we're never gonna die. But we're young and we're this and we're that, and we can do a billion drugs and nobody's gonna care. And it's you know, screw you, man. I'm doing my whatever. And then eventually they get to be old Johnny Rotten sitting in his underwear or sitting in his pajamas. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. just life. Yeah. This is it. It's just it's just shocking. It's only shocking to me, not the fact that people age, but just that I've only ever, every everything I've ever seen with John Lydon in it, whether it was his Johnny Rotten years uh, uh, with Sex Pistols or or frontman for Public Image Limited or the solo stuff, um, 
he's always just been this little wiry looking dude with a shock of red hair on the top of his head and and uh that's a that's a look I was not expecting from uh this is not a love song. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I didn't expect very, it either. I don't know what I expected. Do you but... imagine what Sid Vicious would look like if he was still alive? Oh my I gosh. Would, like... <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine that? I cannot imagine it. Yeah, or or uh Johnny Ramone or I mean there's like, you know. Yeah, the yeah. classics. Uh yeah. well anyway, uh may we all <laughs> Maybe. We all age more like uh, Iggy Pop. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that though. Well, I, I saw Iggy Pop the other day. I'm worried about his spine. He's got some spinal. Dude, I, the, he's like a freaking snake. That guy. Yeah. I, there's something yeah. there with him. It's fine. He's look. He's still killing it. He's out there on stage, just destroying yeah. crowds. Still being who he is. But it, yeah. when I watch him move, I worry about him. He's just, yeah. you know, oh. whatever. We all slow down. Dr. Calhoun, PhD, is sending us. Is this another picture of John Lydon? I don't know. Well, it looks a lot better here from, from November. So there's a link. Uh, I'll give you a link. It's a link to his Instagram where he's talking. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe he's doing uh, Maybe he's doing a little better. This thing was yeah. from a year ago or last year. Whatever. The pandemic was hard, man. It was hard. It was I gained hard. a bunch of weight. Yeah. Yeah. Lost most of it, but it's still You're doing it. a great job of getting rid of it. Me, uh, getting there, getting there. I it's honestly to, just uh, been down need to get over this cold so I can get back on the uh, Apple Fitness Plus, riding my bike in front of a giant lady video screen thing. <laughs> a giant lady. A giant uh, lady. Did you ever, do you see that video of uh, <laughs> the Peloton lady trying to help? Um, oh, who was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, the, the freaking Oppenheimer director. It's wrong. Christopher Nolan. Oh, Christopher Nolan. Uh-huh. Yeah, Nolan's got a, a Peloton lady who is reaming him about why she couldn't understand what was happening in uh, in Oppenheimer. No, the last one. Oh. Um, oh, in, uh, in, ten- in the last one, uh, uh, Tinnitus or whatever oh, it's called. Ten- tenet. 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 Yeah. Tinnitus. Tinnitus. Yeah, and she could not get her head around it, and she just kind of sat there. And you know, she's on the she's doing the spin class. She's going. She goes, "Yeah, that movie never. I never understood where really? it oh didn't." Oh my god, that's hilarious! That. So, <laughs> like she so it was great. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it was great. That's if you awesome. get a chance, to I need see to watch that. Tenet again. I remember liking it a lot, and then hearing a bunch of people's complaints about it, and saying, "You know, maybe I need to revisit it." But I, I really liked the. The, the the really clever premise of it and the uh, I liked it fine I just think yeah. it had so much controversy around it and its release about when to do it how to do it pandemic time this that and the other and it was so that was so prominent in the story of it coming out yeah. that it really got in the way for me so when I did finally see it it was like free of all that and I was like oh this is yeah this is cool this is Christopher Nolan yeah. shit this is like this is like what I love most from him. I like yes, Inception. Yeah, twisty, turny, mind-bending yeah. I mean, stuff. Inception's yeah. still my favorite thing. I love that. Mm-hmm. I like Interstellar next. I might like Oppenheimer more. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Yeah. I'll get oh, there. Oh, yeah, you, need to, you do need to see Oppenheimer. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Not twisty, though. No no, no um, middle of the movie, uh, oh, my gosh, everything is taking place in a third universe. No! No spinning tops. No. Uh, no. No. No slowed uh, down van dive, diving in the river. None of that. None of that, unfortunately. Yeah. It's too bad that uh, historical 
movies have to adhere to historical norms. <laughs> well, you know? not if you're uh, Ridley Scott. That's true. Let's attack the pyramids as if they exactly. never happened. Uh, exactly. All right, everybody, we are gonna we're gonna get some news done, and uh, yeah, it'll be great. So enjoy this. Time for the news, and it's brought to you by the return of Coverville. Yeah, the first episode of the year, uh, and it's going to be a good one. Jimmy Page is turning eighty, so expect to hear some covers of the Yardbirds. Of course, his time with Led Zeppelin, his time with Led Zeppelin, like he was in there for a brief amount of time. Yeah. Um, some Led Zeppelin covers, and uh, unfortunately, uh, nobody covers Radioactive by the Firm, so nothing there. But maybe something by Coverdale and Page, or Jimmy Page and the Black Crows. Anyway, that's going to be coming up today. Twitch.tv slash Coverville, 1 p.m. Mountain Time. No, noon Mountain Time. That's right. That's the new time. Oh, noon. 12 p.m., 12 noon uh, Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Well, SEO class is over with then? Are they done? Yes. Okay. Yes. You I'm learned all you needed to know. I oh. learned all I need to know. I'm putting it into practice with a couple clients and uh, waiting. We, we were going to start seeing results here. Uh, should start seeing some movement this month, but it's really like a three-month process. Nice. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about cat and dog and their intrinsic love for one another that they have. <laughs> All right. Good. No, normally yeah. they're barking and fighting and hissing, but not in this case. A cat saved a dog from a coyote attack. Wow. Yeah. This wow. is a big deal. A video posted on Instagram by the New York Post shows a cat uh, jumping in to save a dog from coyotes. Some would say uh-huh. coyotes. When I was a kid, coyotes. Some people say coyotes. Yeah. Was there a, was there a roadrunner involved in mm, this at all? There was no roadrunner involved. Okay. All right. Uh, but there was a super genius involved. <laughs> nice. Good. Uh, in the video, in the video, in the video, <laughs> video. I put an F in there. Uh, the, fa- the family dog or the family dog uh, is in a yard when it's attacked by two coyotes. A cat. Now I want to know: Is it coyotes or coyotes? Why? Why can't it be both? I mean, it can be, but should it I think be? coyotes? Coyotes is the is the um, coyotes is the is the official name, but it's like calling opossums possums, right? Okay. They're they're really opossums, yeah. But because uh, because parts of the country refer to them as possums for so long, they stick they, the name possum gets gets approved as well. But uh, coyotes, right. I believe, is the is the original uh, name. The OG. And I'm used to saying coyotes. That's what I'm used to. Yeah, so I'm sticking yeah. with that. Take that, coyotes. Yeah. You don't say you don't say Wiley Coyote. Yeah. All I hear, when I hear coyote, I hear, it's starting to sound funny even saying it, but I, I hear like yeah. an old 50s serial TV. You hear Raylan Giving. Raylan Giving saying, uh, well, you know, we put them out there so the coyotes would get them. Yeah. It's an old West thing. That's what I hear. Well, anyway, Codes from Home says, well, actually, opossum and possum are different animals. Oh, is that what? Is that true? Really? I I didn't know that. That's news to me. I thought, okay, hold on a second. Uh, Oh, it's there. It's where they live in different parts of the world. Opossums live in North and South America, while possums live in Australia and other countries. Oh, crazy. All right. I was was hoping possums were from here and opossums were from uh, Ireland. That's what I was really hoping. (laughs) That's right. Oh, My name is Petty Opossum. <laughs> Patrick Opossum. <laughs> That's great. 
Man, everything's coming up Ireland I had lately. No idea. Been watching yeah, a lot yeah. of Irish stuff. That Barry Kugogi Gogan kid, sure, yeah. it's a weirdo yeah, Irishman. Yeah, I've been. <clears throat> I've watched a bunch of stuff with uh, Colin Farrell for no reason. I don't even know why I'm doing it, but I am. I don't know what's going on. Everything's coming up Irish. Everything. Everything's coming. So, <clears throat> thanks for the clarification. Uh, um, what? Uh, who was it originally? Uh, Universal Cons? No. Um, there we go. Codes from home was the first person to correct me. So thank you for that. I've, I've, I've learned something new today. I thought opossums and possums were just the same thing. Same. Huh. I had no idea. But there are people who call opossums in North America. They call opossums possums. Yeah, I think we. That's why we, you and I, don't know this because I think a lot of times they get they get interchanged for no for yeah, exactly. incorrectly apparently. Exactly. But right. yeah, I'm sure that's one of those deals where we just don't get it right. It's a little yeah. like. Uh, Oh, I mean, it's it like, like coyotes and coyotes. It's just, it's just a different way of, uh, <clears throat> of um, a different way to call a different term for the same thing in this country, in North yeah. America, yeah. a different term for the same thing. Yeah. Although I guess in coyotes case, we're spelt, we're pronouncing the same word, just two different ways. Whereas the other one has an O in it. Right. right? Has an O. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, in order to, uh, let's see, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. All right. So here's what happens in the video. In the video, family sure. dog in a yard, just doing yard okay. sh- yard shit. Doing you doing dog stuff that they do. Dog yeah. things, yeah. It's sure. attacked by two coyotes. <laughs> I'm just Now I'm going to switch and say coyotes the rest of this time. <laughs> well, it was, it was actually <coughs> one coyote and one coyote. Oh, my enough. gosh. Yeah. What? Yeah. And one had an Australian accent. We couldn't figure it out. Right. Anyway, the cat comes in and chases the coyotes off. Now I'm saying coyotes and I don't even try. <laughs> According to KKTV, the cat was a stray that the family takes care of. The dog did suffer some injuries from the coyote's bite, but recovered with stitches and a splint. Which were also applied by the cat. It yeah, was the amazing. Cat, the like, cat is incredible. They cut that part of the video off, but the, uh, yeah. the cat was like, do we need a tourniquet for this? No, let's just do a splint. We'll be fine. Yeah. The cat called the Uber, took him to the hospital. <laughs> the cat checked him in, says, I'm not the family, uh, but uh, you know, I was sorry. there. Yeah. Put, put, put my name on there so you get uh, health insurance, yeah. is what the cat said. And they yeah. said, where do you work? And he says, Meow Wolf. And he said, all right, we'll see you later. Ah! It's a terrible joke. Very Moving good. on. Very good. Uh, it says here, uh, in order to keep your pets safe from coyotes, uh, Colorado Parks and Wildlife suggests keeping pets on leash. I guess this happened in Colorado? No, I think it happened in New York, but this article was from the Denver Gazette. Oh, okay. I was looking at, I was curious about that too, and, and the the video came from the New York Post. I don't know where actually the the New York Post shared the video. I couldn't tell where it was originally from, and I didn't yeah. go deep into figuring it out. It looks like they're... Uh, oh, basically just using this as a PSA. This is like, so you've read this yes, far. Here right, in, exactly. in Colorado, we recommend you do this. Exactly. Uh, anyway, yeah. put them on leash, avoiding known uh, or potential den sites and thick vegetation. Yeah. Watch out for that. Picking Watch up small pets. Thick vegetation. Yeah, exactly. Picking up small pets is conf- uh, if confronted by a coyote and supervising pets and exercising extra caution from dusk through dawn. Mm. The famous Tarantino written film, Dusk <laughs> Through Dawn. That's right. Gets a, oh, I watched Desperado last night. and uh, Oh, he's, his role is so stupid in that. <laughs> That's behind the, he's got the behind the toilet room. That's that whole scene, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I haven't watched yet, but I've watched this film. I've probably seen this movie 12 times. Have you really? Okay, yeah. it's only the second time watching it for me. And so I'm like, it, it was a long time ago seeing it the first time. I used to love um, it. Yeah, yeah. I like seeing a thing in this movie 
that we then see again in, in use in From Dusk Till Dawn. Mm. And, uh, oh, yeah, right. You'll see, you'll see what that is if, you, if it's not completely apparent. Yeah, to me, I, I, I know what you're bringing up. Also, yeah. um, if I remember right, Danny Trejo's coolest role ever. Yeah, I remember right. Yeah, the knife wielding, the the throwing knife, dude. Holy crap! I want yeah. somehow awesome. I want Danny Trejo to be Gambit. absolute badass in that thing. So good. And I forgot Buscemi was in it. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm oh my god, it I know. I'd forgotten too. And he's pretty freaking prominent. Yeah, you're more gonna, than more you're than you're gonna you have think. like eight gifts just from the opening three minutes alone. I yeah. guarantee it. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. So excited. Uh. Also, there's a very naughty sex scene in it, if I remember right. There is, yeah. 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 Boobies are out and things. And you Boobies. See butts. Uh, you see yes. Solomon Hayek in a very brief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's some bums. There's some bums in there. There's a lot of bums. Uh, locked on by uh, uh, one of those spurs. Spurs on bums yep. is what you see. Spurs on bums. On bums. Uh, one final note: a Hollywood Best story. Game I don't want to. I don't no. watch. By the way, no, don't put money on that game. Um, <laughs> here's a final uh, uh, celebrity story for you: Lisa Bonet. Some say Bonet, and they're both correct. Oh, really? No, it's kind of like the okay. Coy- it's like All right. I was gonna say, really? Who says like who says that? And is it's really correct? Okay, just a coyote reference, but. Uh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We call All that right. a throwback Boy, in the biz. That? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lisa Bonet, you remember her from that movie where the shotgun and the deal? <laughs> no, I uh, remember from the Cosby show and oh, a different world, Scott. That's oh, what I remember her from. Oh, right, right. I forgot about yeah. those. Yeah, uh, come on now. <clears throat> the mother of Zoe Kravitz, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. One of a Morton Joe's wives, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Right, right. Anyway, Lisa Bonet has filed for uh, for divorce from Jason Momoa officially. They've been separated for a while. Um, they had already mentioned that some time ago. But even though things seem to be flying high for old Momoa, she's, yeah. she's had it with yes, him leaving with the toilet seat up. Film that critics love in yeah. theaters right now, or it, is it not in theaters anymore after a week or two? I think ago? it did all right. It made three hundred million worldwide. It's not bad. Okay, it's not bad. They made their money back, but. I'm not sure if it had been just the States, if it would have done well at all. I think it may have yeah. tanked. Hero movies in general aren't getting the best reception. No, DC movies in not. particular are not. So hurry up, uh, Come on, James uh, Gunn. Get that going, buddy. I was thinking about um, when I was watching the uh, the X-Men films, it would be great if we could get James Gunn to come back very briefly to the MCU and do a Star Jammers film. Mm, because... Be right. Star Jammers feel like they could use his level of of uh, quirkiness that he's able to bring out, that he was able to bring out with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, all your oddball comics. Yeah, your oddball groups. He's your yeah. guy for that stuff. He's your guy. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know that there's any reason why Marvel couldn't get him back. I mean, he left. I don't know what his contract's like at DC now. This is right. a bigger if deal. If he, can, if he can make movies for both <clears throat> companies, that'd be great. But I wonder if there's some sort of uh, locked-in agreement. Says, yeah. No, you can only do movies for us. Because he's head I know of, he's super he, committed to DC. Yeah, and he's, and he's head of it. He head co-partner with that other guy. They're yes. like head of that division right. now. So it can't be like the past where he can go, I'm doing a Guardians movie, and then I'm doing a Suicide Squad movie, and then I'm going to come back and do a yeah. Guardians movie. I don't think he's allowed to do that anymore. I could be wrong, but... Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, they're getting divorced. Uh, Let's see. uh, Quote, we have all felt the squeeze of changes of these transformational times. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite newspaper. 
the transformational, <laughs> the transformational times. Transformational times. Sure, sure. Uh, a revolution you is never, unfolding in our family. You never know no what exception. format it's going to arrive on your doorstep, too, no. which yeah. is great. I, this is a weird thing to say. She says, a revolution is unfolding, and our family is no exception. Feeling and growing from the seismic shifts occurring. Do you have to be so freaking weird? Right, exactly. Just <laughs> say we're not getting along. We're not getting along right now. A revolution. So. We're, uh, maybe maybe unconscious coupling is a little bit better than this, than a revolution is unfolding. I've never met, well, I've never met one. But is Ron Howard the only normal person that grew up a child actor and then went on to do other stuff? Are they the only person that talks normal? Because <laughs> all the rest of them are weird. They're all weird. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a spectrum. You've got... Uh, Corey Feldman on one end of the spectrum. And you've got, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the book he's the bookend he way is, over there. He is the yeah he is the level ten I think. Uh, yeah. And then Jason Bateman. Yeah, Jason Bateman's a great example of the other end of. Yeah, that. he's great. We love him. Yeah, and we love you know uh, Michael J. Fox as as sad as his yes, current state is. Sure. He's, he's he sure. was always amazing. Like there are def- you're right. There's definitely a range. Yeah. But some yeah. of these people land in a really funky place. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's... <laughs> may her shotguns ever misfire. All right. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, moving on, let's take a break. When we come back from this break, Wendy will be here. We're going to tackle a little uh, a little something-something here. It's a little interesting, a little different, but uh, we'll see what she makes of it. That's all coming up after this break. Brian, we need music to make the break. What do you, what do you got? Yeah, so I've become a really big fan of an artist um, or a band that goes on, that, that performs under the name uh, Krangbin. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, but they've got a great uh, song called Texas Sun, Krangbin. Um, love putting that on the background while I'm working. Really cool, cool band. K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N, if you're looking for them. Um, this, this, this band actually reminds me a little bit of them. Um, they're more psychedelic soul, uh, Afro psychedelic soul from the West Coast. Yeah. They're, the band is called Orgon, O-R-G-O-N-E. Uh, you could rearrange those letters to spell Oregon, but don't, don't, because you'll find something totally different. They have a brand new studio album coming out on February 9th, uh, courtesy of Three Palm Records. It's called Chimera, and uh, this is the first single from that album. It is called Lies and Games.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Scent Air. It's the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros. Why don't you go to scentair.com and use the promo code STREAM to get an extra 25% off your order. Scent Air diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. Boy, my office could use this. The Scent Air app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. All of Scent Air's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safe for families, and EcoValdis certified sustainable. Have a room that needs a little extra scent attention? Well, Scent Air is here for you. Once again, try the luxury home fragrance trusted by pros everywhere by going to scentair.com and using the promo code STREAM, that's S-T-R-E-A-M, for up to 25% off your order. Just wait till you hear what shoppers are saying about Bradley's. I like the prices and the sales. The sale items are very well stocked. I'm a comparative shopper, and that's why I come back here. When you walk into the store, the merchandise hits you right in the eye. It's so beautiful. It's a nice place to shop. I really like it. It's, it's great. great. Wow. And we're back, everybody. Who was that again? Well, this music hits you right in the eye. I love it. It's uh, The band is called Orgon, O-R-G-O-N-E. Their brand new studio album is uh, coming out February 9th. It's called Chimera. Here, uh, That was the first song, the first single called Lies and Games, featuring uh, Taryn Ector on vocals. Some cool psychedelic soul, which I was just in the mood for uh, when I was hearing this and picking it out for the show. I was like, oh, I need more of this in my life. What's the singer again? What's the name? The, the person? Or, oh, the one, the uh, Orgon, O-R-G-O-N-E, or the one I was talking about called uh, Krungbin. No, the singer, who sings for the new, for this band? Who's the, you mentioned someone singing. Or no, maybe I didn't mention the vocalist. Oh, you didn't uh, mention the vocalist, okay. I thought no, you mentioned, I thought I heard a name that sounded really familiar to me. Oh. Um, and I was going to ask no. if I should know that music from, or if I should know that name from somewhere else. No, just uh, Krungbin was the, 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 um, the band I was comparing them to, and oh. that's a good one to check out as well. Check out. I'll give you a. I'll give you a name. Uh, check out this song right here. Okay. Hungbin, Texas Sun. Put it in our Discord Excellent. after the Excellent. show. Listen to that, and you'll be like, "Oh, Brian, this is great. This is my jam." No, I'm into it. Uh, yeah. You've you've yet to steer me wrong, so uh, yeah, no concerns Thanks. here. Uh, all right, we're ringing Wendy, as Daryl used to say. We have the rings of ringage. The question yeah. is, will we have the rings of speakage? Yeah. I do notice that Discord has finally removed the Christmassy strings and violins and everything from Aww. their uh, alert sound. It makes that's, me sad. That's a little sad, isn't it? Yeah. You want yeah. that stuff to be part of your I life. I want that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Daryl, yeah. let's just, while we're waiting for Wendy, I'm going to play a couple old favorites from Daryl. Oh, uh, Miss Daryl. How about this one? It's like somebody peed in a, in a pineapple. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> How about this one? Uh, poop. Poop. 
Okay, I'm saying old poop. Uh, Good. How about this one? Oh, oh, that's tender. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Daryl's literally in his 60s now. Think of that. Wow, no kidding. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he's gotten, you know, he's gotten older. How about this one? Found a lemon in the ocean and ate it. Hmm. <laughs> Should never do that. Just a little little reminder. PSA. Yeah. If you find a lemon in the ocean, don't eat it. I occasionally reach out to him and just say, Hey, you want to come in just for a quickie, you know, just part of the deal? Yeah. Yeah. And he always turns me down or always has something else. I think he doesn't want to get hooked again on the teat, you know? Like, <laughs> it is a it is a uh it's a rush. Yeah, it's a rush, man. It's fun. Uh, uh, doing this this show and uh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Being an occasional TMS guest is a good time and he yeah. doesn't he doesn't want to get hooked again. I understand. It's an addiction. Yeah. We don't want to contribute to his problem. Uh all right. For some reason, no answer from Wendy. Let me see if she has texted well, me. Uh, well, we can give our own advice. Uh get a book. Here's a book. Here's a book and, to read. Uh, yeah. Uh, and put your own mask on before you put on uh, your family's mask, and uh, you'll right. be fine. Take out your own trash, I think she says. That's right. Exactly. Yep. Good. Uh, Good. What else? Uh, do Work on yourself. Uh, what are, ten, uh-huh. ten, let's uh-huh. look at 10 other ways of saying the exact same thing. Right. Um, exactly. Yes. Uh, look at your look in the mirror uh, before you look at someone uh, else. Uh, right. You, you know, uh, take, a, take a step back and examine your, your own <laughs> problems. Uh, yeah. Do all these things. Uh-huh. And you'll be happy. And here's uh, a book. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to ask her if she's good and see what's going on. Okay, sounds good. Because Pull. no, no don't please do don't. It. They'll do it, but don't. Um, all right, let's get Wendy in here. I'll explain the situation to Wendy. Don't worry. Well, hello, Wendy. How are you? Hello. I'm good. hello. Sorry about that. I got a little time blind. Oh, <laughs> no problem. Also, I think you're on that mic you don't like being on. The uh, oh. whatever you did, yeah. whatever was last time, it's like you're uh, tap tap the thing you think you're talking into. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, I mean, this is the rest what of happens? Is, yeah, it's my phone. It just picks ah. it up and goes. You want this? Do you want me? And I'm like, no, I don't. Yeah. So some of those it. features are very convenient, but some apps don't know how to use them right. Like they like to force right. it, and they should just say, "You want to switch to your desktop mic?" No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whatever. But they don't do yeah. it. Hey, right. it's our first right. first windy segment of 2024. How does Yay. it feel? Yeah, look at me. I can't even be on time for it. Woo! Woo. <laughs> it's all right. We just figured you got busy or you had stuff. I don't know. Is it snowing finally or anything? Or no? Deal? What you know? You know? There's one state that can handle all this stuff, and it's not anywhere near us. Weird. Like, nothing. Weird. It's yeah, you guys. You guys yeah. have the infrastructure. You have the. You have the uh, the the snow removal uh, plans, all that. Experience, yeah, the experience. We we we're used to being miserable. Everyone is like a little bit happy and Mm -hmm. like walking around like, ooh, what is this feeling in January? Yeah, pretty weird. It's a really weird weather pattern, and I keep I keep checking it because it keeps changing. But if you look at the heat pattern one, it just shows this huge like ice dip that starts way up in Alaska, curves down like a just like a like a ravine down to the center of the country and then back up and just barely skirts away from you guys. Just barely. I know. Like on purpose. It feels personal. Yeah. Also, also, <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard for it not to, to, for you to take it a little personally. Exactly. Yeah. So people yeah. in Oklahoma, they're like, we're going to freeze to death down here. We're like, you know what we can do? We can freeze. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. I feel like yeah. they're, I feel like Canada's having a laugh. If I'm honest, I feel like they're, 
dorking around with us. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> are you guys enjoying? Are you enjoying what we farted on top of you down there? Anyway, uh, it's good to have you here. I've uh, we've missed our discussions, and uh, we we need to start the year off right with a little windy business. Um, the yeah. thing I the thing yeah. I sent you is a little odd, and uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a decent jumping off point for, uh, as I put it in our text, uh, passive aggressive familial issues, mm-hmm. which everyone has a little bit. Uh, it, I think it exists in most extended family situations, especially sibling yeah. stuff, you know, mm-hmm. although, you know, Wendy and I get along real good, but there's always rival times or I don't know, just stuff. Yeah. You get older, you, yeah. you, you hope you get away from that stuff, but it's usually when you're a kid where it's maybe the most basic, like, ah, you, you stole my Fruit Loops. No, I didn't. Mom. <laughs> so my you battleship know. for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Where I was, thought you were going with that. <laughs> right. That works. That totally works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they encourage that in that game. But anyway, um, Wendy, I'm going to just go ahead and read what we got, and we'll see what we end up yeah. with here. Uh, so here's the background. This person sent this, uh, this background se- section. I'll read all their sections. My siblings, family, wife, husband, and high school kids have been fighting with grandparents, the mother and father to me and sibling, grandparents to siblings, kids who are my cousins. It's a little confusing. Which doesn't make any sense. So no. Could you help me understand? It's confusing. My, wa- it's my niece and nephew or something. Yeah. It's like cousins. my siblings, family, which is a okay. wife, husband, and high school kids okay. have been fighting with the grandparents, which includes mother, a father, me, a sibling, and then grandparents to the siblings' kids who are my cousins. I still don't Which think she, I quite understand not, it. They didn't, yeah. I think they didn't mean that. Niece and nephew. We, yeah. need, I think, we need a diagram. Can we get a diagram? Yeah. yeah. Can we get one drawn up real quick? Somebody do that? AI? What is AI good at this? Uh, Chat GPT, yes. make me a diagram. Well, anyway, uh, it says, uh, let's see, family tree, grandparents, my parents, me, sibling and spouse, siblings' kids, my cousins. Okay. They, they tried to restate the same thing short, but it didn't really work. Anyway, I recently got this interesting note. Wendy, would you make, what would you make of this and how would you respond? Here is the email from sibling to me. Oh, now I get it. Okay. Now I see that actually the, he did, they did give us a, uh, a diagram that kind of helps. So, oh, there is, Where is yeah. It? Grandparents. It's, it's just written out. So it's grandparents, me, the sibling and her spouse, wife yeah. and husband, and then the siblings kids, which would be. Uh, the the emailer's cousins and they're the ones that are um, that are part of the problem or or uh, I guess it's the sibling is the one who sent the email. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think the sibling is our main culprit. In- and, and the word grandparents is only in there because the sibling's kids consider them to be the grandparents. grandparents Otherwise, they would yeah, just be exactly. my parents. Oh, yeah. get it. Okay. And it's a it, part of the role is here how they're grandparenting. So that's correct. Pieces. Yes, that is okay. That is okay. I think Brian, you, Brian, you cracked yep. the code, dude. You cracked it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. Puzzle uh, pine. Done thank, for another week. Thank you. Awesome. Um, <laughs> anyway, he says he changed all the names in this thing to indicate relationship to me. Comments and parentheses are all part of the original email. All right. Here's the actual email. Yeah. Uh, and it's signed sibling and spouse. So we can take this as this person's sibling and the person they're married to. All right. Yeah. I think we've yeah. clarified as much as we can. Here we go. Hi. Hope you're all doing well. As senior night for activity quickly approaches. Uh, that's a word that was replaced to hide yeah. whatever it is. Redacted. Yeah. yeah. So to under, understand this includes yeah. some redactions and or replacements of names with bracketed people right. they just didn't want it like they thought the word activity might have given or the the, the actual activity might have given things away oh yeah. my god this is we're making things so confusing I know. for the audio listeners. it's all very it's all very confusing <laughs> but anyway yes as senior night for activity quickly approaches i am unsure of what to do we would really like you there 
The grandparents insist on coming to games, even though sibling has repeatedly asked them not to come. This makes every game extremely uncomfortable for every member of the family. No one acknowledges them at the games. We know this disagreement may be hard for you to understand because of the way grandparents are presenting the issues. Although we don't want to share all the details, FYI, uh, grandparents do not know what the issues are. Here is just one screenshot of the abusive things that have been said to the grandparents. Uh, Sibling. Where where did I go there? Oh, sibling in response to him. Got it. Uh, In response to him asking them to stop being mean and hurtful. And this is one of the least mean texts. (laughs) There have been more than 50 texts, emails, phone calls, and voicemails that follow this pattern. There have been threats made of pursuing the, sorry, pursuing Avery the athlete at college. This is is really amazing. Yeah. I think... (laughs) All future people, this? in the future, <laughs> instead of the bracket and, and replaced with the redacted words, make up names for your family members that we can follow. So, you yeah. know, as uh, uh, Bob and Jessica uh, are the siblings, you know, use, use fake names. Hopefully their names aren't yeah. really Bob and Jessica. To protect the innocent, that whole thing. It's an old idea. Yeah. I, I agree yeah, with you on exactly. that. Yep. Anyway, pursuing Avery the athlete at college, although physical violence towards sibling has been only mentioned in the phone calls. So back to the dilemma. Uh, we want you there, but we will not engage in anything with grandparents. Also, less information will be shared about, about Avery the athlete on senior night because I am worried for his future safety. Signed, sibling, and spouse. Yeah, this would have been better with fake names. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so should we uh, really quickly just kind of clarify? Basically, the um, the sibling of the person who wrote in doesn't want the grandparents to come to the their kids sports games right their, their yeah. children's uh, sports games yeah. sports games yeah they're sports, sports games, games. Sports, <laughs> sports games you know, whatever for, whatever sports game that might be yeah whatever avery the athlete is really into right now yeah <laughs> right um so and and is actually uh they've had some horrible texts going back and forth and even threatened via phone call their own child who is the 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 athlete who performs at these sports games uh, via phone calls, but not via text. Right. And this doesn't have, we did not get any screen grabs of the text, obviously, because they're trying to, you know, protect all the names and everything. Right. Exactly. Now at the end of this, he has any chance that the the grandparents listen to this show. (laughs) It doesn't seem likely to me, but who knows? So this person who calls themselves, they call themselves sibling in the middle, finished up this email by saying this note, I take threats of violence very seriously and I don't feel anyone is in danger. The abusive image was an incident of name calling. Uh, Sibling was accused of lacking courage. Excuse me. Knowing both uh, parties, I believe other threats have been figures of speech said in the heat of the moment on both sides. To me, this seems like a recruitment letter in the guise of an invitation. It mentions they would like us to attend, but we are never actually asked to attend. There are no question marks at the beginning or sorry, marks in the whole thing. They are just taking temperature of the situation. Are they fishing, feeling us out? Uh, besides the lack of questions and the lack of details, the email also assumes we are getting information from the grandparents, which sibling and spouse <laughs> would have no way to know, even though this is true, because we are on good terms with everyone in our life. We know the situation is ongoing and every event, sorry, several events have been relayed to us, but we do not seek out information or discuss it uh, other than saying we have no insider suggestions. We've tried to remain neutral. Thank you, sibling in the middle. Now, I could be wrong, Wendy, but this whole thing strikes me 
as some serious extended family dysfunction. Yeah. Not just because of the situation he's relaying, but because of how they're all communicating, including the way this email is really specifically not communicating is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to change one word you used. Yeah. Serious. I'm going to take serious out because serious family dysfunction. Well, yeah, I don't want to. I I don't want, yeah, I don't want people to assume. We're going to call this moderate family dysfunction. Just want to, I want to level that. We've had some some serious family uh, dysfunction on this, (laughs) on this show. So uh, don't want to minimize this, but wow, there's way worse versions, but you're right. It's a a lack of communication. Really? There's serious family communication disorder. We could call it that. Yeah. There is, they, no one's speaking in ways. I mean, the email itself, the whole thing. I'm like, I don't know what I'm even looking at. This yeah. confused. I thought, yeah. am I tired? Why can't I understand this? <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, the same but thing. I think I get the gist, right? And that yeah. is grandparents are having an out with one of their children. Their grandchildren is the way the grandparents are trying to connect. And so they come and they watch the sporting events. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's awkward. And this family's trying to hold some boundaries here. And grandparents aren't respecting that. It sounds like yeah, yeah, who knows yeah, if they ever communicated yeah. those boundaries. Hard to tell. Yeah. And, and then they're asking this sibling to what exactly? What is their need from our emailer? Mm-hmm. How, how would you guys phrase that? Oh my gosh. Um, how do I how do I bring either bring these people together to just clear their clear the air and hash out their issues or uh, leave me out of it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the option two: leave me out of it, and and you know, let me have my relationship with my sibling and their spouse and and my parents, um, but not have to worry about you know who's invited to what and who can talk to whom and that sort of thing. Yeah, this thing is right. this. I can tell you, Wendy, this feels like kryptonite to me. I hate this yeah. because yeah. my yeah. inclination is to go. Everybody, freaking knock it off and say what you mean. And say yeah. that, and it piss everybody off because it always does. This has happened in my extended family where I call somebody out on a thing, and everyone else gets quiet, and then a couple of people are behind the my, <laughs> behind the scenes going, "I'm really glad you said something." But right, like, but uh, yeah, but you're not saying you're, me. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad it was you, not me. So this is one of those situations where I would be like, either get it out, or I'm not talking to any of you because this sucks and this is a waste yeah. of time, and right. and it would have to be that way for me. I don't know that that works here, though, because it sounds like if if this person, the sibling in the middle, said, all right, everybody in the same room, emergency meeting, <laughs> let's go. If he did that, I feel like the, the way this is structured, I feel like he'd be in trouble. It might actually come to blows. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, we also yeah. have this thing where there's been more than 50 texts, emails, phone calls, and voicemails that follow this pattern. There have also been threats made of pursuing Avery the athlete at college, although physical violence towards sibling has been only mentioned in phone calls. Which, those aren't not serious things. We got mm-hmm. stalking and violent threat of violence. Those are, mm-hmm. you know, we could go to court. You know, like yeah. we're we're in more serious territory there. So I'll, I'll give you that for that that part, right? But if you think about, it's a it's a heightened level. So it isn't just like you're having a fight with grandma and we don't want to talk to her. So be on our team. There's 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 something going on here. Mm-hmm. And here's where I would start. I would start with our middle sibling in the middle and just find out what they think. Cause here's my guess. My guess is you don't get to have lots of your own feelings at all in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what mm-hmm. you need, want, think is the right thing is probably definitely not first. 
right? Mm -hmm. So I would spend some time finding out what what it is they actually feel. What are they thinking? This must be terrible Mm -hmm. to have your parents in this level of disagreement with your sibling, seeing how your nieces and nephews are affected by that, like the drama. So I just would like to know, what is it like to be this sibling in the middle? And what have you done, not done? And if they're literally the sibling in the middle, meaning they're a middle child, (laughs) um, you know, maybe they've always felt like peacemaking. I mean, notice we have no problems with anyone in our lives. What do they say? We Uh, We have no, let's see. Uh, where they say this, uh, there are no, uh, we're on good terms with everyone. Oh, uh, good terms with yeah. everybody in our lives. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Right. Okay. But I am going to make this argument that you're on good terms with everyone in your life because you just listen to what everyone's saying and don't ever share your thought or you, I mean, do you have space to do that anyway? So like Scott, you saying, Hey, br- I'll bring everyone together. Let's discuss this probably is like the last thing on this person's mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's not the role. The role is to hear everyone talk bad about the other one and mm-hmm. try to keep peace and keep everyone still liking you. Yeah. Because one thing, now, if I don't know if you've ever had this experience, you're with somebody and they just start ripping on a third person mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I now don't know that you would be so kind with me or not. You know, like you, there should right. be a question. Yeah. What are you saying about me to the other person when right. I'm not around? Yeah. Right. It, right. Immediately, the first thing I think of as well. Right. Paranoid. And so, if you take <laughs> your parents, and we we all have mothers, you know, you guys have mm-hmm. been there. Oh yeah. Who have talked to you about another child? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And it's well, not you, Brian. Maybe maybe it's about a cousin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not no sibs. No <laughs> I couldn't sibs. write a letter. I couldn't write a letter like this. This no letter sibs. would not be happening. Do yeah. you feel kind of glad about that right now? <laughs> Very much so. Yes. Yeah. I have my yeah. wife's siblings, so I I so do have that him to deal with. Yes. Exactly. Yes. yes. Okay. So that idea of hey, let me work through a problem with you, which is an inappropriate person to work through the problem with. Mm. The person to work the problem with is the sibling, not you. But I guarantee the grandparents are doing that with this emailer. Mm -hmm. Um, They're remaining neutral in terms of just maybe listening. It doesn't sound like they're remaining neutral by saying, hey, we're not a part of this. Please stop talking. They They haven't set any boundaries to protect them. And I'm guessing here, I don't know, maybe they've tried and or they have. Um, but it also sounds like these kids, Avery, the athletes getting, going to get stocked at college yeah. because grandparents mm. want, now here's the thing. This is like classic marriage counseling, right? If I talk to the siblings and the spouse who wrote the, the email, they would give me this amazing justification and, and story. And you would go, Oh, wow. Your parents are terrible. Like yeah. you would buy it hundred yeah. percent because most of us believe our own story and aren't real good at combining the whole situation, right? Yeah. And so right. you'd buy it. Then you bring in the other partner, or in this case, the grandparents, and say, what's going on? And they're like, they're taking our grandkids away from us. <laughs> we have done nothing. I mean, you would also believe them. And yeah. you have this and really for, sad. For clarification, it's, they're his parents, right? The sibling yeah. in the middle's right. parents right. are the grandparents in it's question. His parents. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Making sure yeah. I have that Which right. Which is why we needed fake names, dang it. Yeah, <laughs> so, right, exactly. Um, it made things a little easier. Yeah. yeah. But that idea of like you you would hear both sides and see the the truth for each of those people in that side, but also see their blindness to the bigger picture or to the other person's side. So I'm telling you, unless you are a trained mediator or a person who does this a lot in 
some kind of professional context, I wouldn't touch this with a 10 foot pole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and mainly because it has nothing to do with you. They're using you as go-betweens to validate their, their side. That's very common with human beings, right? Yeah. 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 Right. And so then we throw these kids in there and then we have this, when someone is in really angry, there were threats of threats, right? This became more violent, more, at least verbally, um, and just name calling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, phone anyway, at least. Right. Yeah. And lacking courage. I don't understand what that was. Yeah. Like, of lacking courage. Yeah, I'm sure know. it was like a situation. Ah, you're too much of a chicken shit to let him, let us <laughs> yeah. come to his games or something like that. Yeah, we got some boomerism happening probably. Right. Right. So, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have this dynamic of like these grandparents believe they have rights to things that they don't actually have rights to. Um, and that's just hard for a whole generation of people to understand yeah. that you don't automatically get a right to a grandchild because no, you do not. You, no, you do not. And you, you have to earn that and you have to earn that through the parents because the parents are in the end, the ones that get to decide until that kid's an adult, which is why the parents are grandparents are saying, Hey, I'm going to follow Avery, the athlete to college. Right. Um, right. And, Wow. Avery the right. athlete, but okay. yeah. kick his butt. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay. Poor Avery the athlete. Also, like we are modeling some awesome stuff for these kids, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah, though, right? No Jeez. kidding. That was my some really good adult behavior. Yeah, this that was my very first thought. Was like this would be one thing if they were all old and just dealing with each other. Sure. But when there's kids involved, even high school age kids who are still developing and still you know deciding what their life's yeah. going to be, like this is terrible to do in front of them. Or around right. them or because of them. They're gonna feel they feel responsible for when the heat's up like this. Like I'll right. give you I'll give you a tiny mm-hmm. example of this that is kind of silly and dumb. But back in the a long time ago, I was like eight years old and we were in Lake Powell and Wendy would have been a baby. So you won't remember this, but you were probably two or something. And mom and Aunt Susan and a bunch of us were in a boat. And we we're in this mm-hmm. boat and we were driving along and I can't remember, I spilled something, food, I dropped a sandwich, something like that in the boat. And Susan kind of got mad. And I still remember, I don't remember the words, but I just remember her being like all upset that I dropped a thing on the boat. Yeah. And mom went off on Susan about, don't tell my kid he did something, you know, like defending me. And I remember this, the feeling of it so strongly. It's one of my most earliest memories of just complete discord and dysfunction and anger and and all of this. And I thought that was my fault for the longest time, that that whole sister rivalry thing, which apparently was way more advanced, had nothing to do with me. I was a catalyst at the moment for Susan going off, but they had had a relationship issue for a long time as sisters. Yeah. And that entire mess, all of that yelling back and forth, I remember not the words, but the feeling of that event so vividly and it stuck with me my entire life to this day. If it's just such a negative blot in my mm. in my history, people don't realize. You know, it's one thing to like outright abuse a child. That's one thing. Yeah. But right. people don't realize that they're they're doing a version of it when they're just dealing with their own stupidness. You know what I'm saying? Like mom right. and her not being able to get their relationship together created this vortex that I thought I was responsible for. And it took me forever to, but to this day, I still feel kind of bad about it, even though it was nothing. I'm an eight year old. I dropped a thing. 
It's yeah. not a big deal. And if you had just not dropped that sandwich, Scott, their relationship would be fine. Right. You, exactly. <laughs> right. And plus, the but, funny thing is, I'm the way. one that screwed myself because if it was the sandwich, as my memory is, I dropped a bologna sandwich. That's my sandwich. I'm the one out the sandwich. Everyone else is yeah. fine. <laughs> you know, there's sand down there and probably some hair. Yeah. And I'm anyway, not going to eat it. That was my now. first thought. Was, ugh, gross. Don't eat that sandwich. Yeah. Um, here's the thing you're, you're totally right. And that is the exact thing that's coming across. So this kid. Notice that last sign on senior night, every day athlete on senior night, it, they're going to share less inf- information. So my guess is it's honoring athletes. Like they have a banquet or something, right? Very common after a sporting year or whatever, you're going to have a big banquet. They're going to talk about each of the seniors and they have a poster, you know, whatever the things might be to just honor that athlete. So it sounds like, listen, either the, the sibling and the spouse are just, over dramatic, or these grandparents, they they believe throw you know pose a real threat to this kid's well being, right? Right. If mm-hmm. you're going to restrict information being shared about your kid, maybe it's like what college he's going to, maybe it's some things he's accomplished because it's. I mean, this sounds like let, let's just take the parents of the kids side for just a second. Okay. What the? What is happening? Right? Mm-hmm. What? What level of intrusion are you pulling off that your family needs to feel like they, they can't allow a grandchild to be known by you, mm-hmm. right? And so, so uh, for for that sense, they've got to ha- hold boundaries. They've got to be careful. They're obviously not inviting the grandparents to all these things. They're just showing up. So it must be a community where they can just they get the email, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Poor school districts. Can you imagine how I know, right? Handling all this yeah. Crap? yeah, how you do um, it. You, my grandparents are not allowed to see me. <laughs> like, what a nightmare. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you have all of that going on. And what, what you're really looking at, and and then we'll get to what we're going to have the emailer do, okay? But what you're really looking at is a whole lack of self-awareness on the grandparents' part. Mm-hmm. You have um, you have a, also, you know, the siblings and the spouse who knows what they're doing to handle mishandle this. It's very possible they are, you know, but it's hard to tell. You don't know. We don't have enough information. Mm-hmm. But nobody maybe is getting what they need. Now, there's a version of just like grandparents are stalkers and crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Th- mm-hmm. That exists. Yeah. But let's yeah. say it's more neutral than that. Then everyone's going, and here's the problem. They're going to the wrong sources to, to resolve it. And they're going to the neutral party who is not neutral at all, but is carrying the burden. Obviously, you don't write into a show with all of this if this is not a major burden on your <laughs> oh, life. Yeah, no, I can, yeah. I can hear it in the in the email. That, That's terrible. You know, it's stressful. And you're not even not even involved. Just happen to be the the, the central hub between right. these. Yeah. yeah. And my guess is you've always been that. You've always been the yeah. neutral place. And how this all got started, you know, maybe be honest with the role you've always played. Like what what – you know, inadvertently and because you care about these people, right? There's no malice here at all. Right. Um, but what role have you always been playing? So if you're the peacemaker, if I just want everyone to get along, if I just need everyone to like me. And when you are watching everyone hate each other or hate on each other, it is really scary to be vulnerable in a group like that, right? Yeah, yeah. To have your own needs or your own thoughts or even ask everyone to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Um, because you are watching what happened when your sibling asked for space or, or some version of that, right? Like, so lots of messaging that in this dynamic, you're, you're, <laughs> you're not safe. You're not safe to be you. There's no way to resolve this. And so maybe the sibling 
in their desperation is reaching out for this guy to, to, to handle it in a certain way. I mean, basically the request is like, come, but don't mm. expect things to go well. I'm trying to remember how exactly, what do you exactly Yeah, they said, uh, we'd really like you to there, even though we know mm. it's going to be extremely uncomfortable for every member of the family. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So they're asking for support. They're asking because obviously they're neutral enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So the question is, well, let me ask you guys, let's say you're this person. Mm-hmm. The request is that you come. Grandparents are going to be there busting in. It's going to be awkward. Mm-hmm. Grandparents are going to try to rope you in, collude with you. I'm right, guessing. Of course. Right. They always, right? They always somebody will. And, and if they don't, then sibling will, right? Sibling yeah. and mm-hmm. spouse. Yeah. Someone's going to get you to sit right. by try, them. Trying to, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what Switzerland, it, right in the middle. What would you do? What would you do? <laughs> um, I mean, that is you know a joke, but that is what I try to do. I, I, I would go out of my way to make sure that I hang out with each set of people equally. Um, I would um, sit between them if I, if I needed to, I, we don't have, you know, like I said, I don't have a sibling, but I do have a, a cousin that we had some, some problems with an argument with uh, yeah. uh, years ago. And this was on my stepmother. So it's my stepmother's niece. And had a, a situation with her that we had an argument about. Um, we've we've kind of put it behind us. She is still holding the grudge to the point where when uh, she's <laughs> she's showed up at a restaurant that we were at, we saw her come in, see us <laughs> sitting at a table at the restaurant, and then turn around and leave the restaurant and go to another restaurant. Jeez, because okay. um, uh, you know Tina is so horrible. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> You are scary. Well, my stepmom is is she really wants the the water to be smooth and be you know clean between us and says, you know, would you ever consider letting her back in your life? And we basically say, you know, we we've tried reaching out to her and that we just don't want to keep trying it. She's already snubbed us. We don't feel like continuing to do that, and we don't have a cousin sized hole in our life that needs to be filled. Uh, that, uh, that, that, that we need her or that we want, you know, that we want her back in our life. We'll absolutely, every time we see her at a family function, be gracious and friendly and ask her how she's doing, that sort of thing. We care about her, but we don't want the, we don't want to be invited to a, a party that'll have us. Or what's the, what's the phrase? I don't want to be part of any club that wants me as a member kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. It's, uh, uh, you know, if she, if she doesn't want us to be there, we don't want to be, or if she doesn't want to be part of our lives, we, we're fine with that. We don't want to be, we don't want yeah. her in our life if it's going to be a problem for her, which it clearly is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe no sibling, but we do know what a lot of this like internal fem, familial, uh, yeah. uh, uh, acrimony is like. Yeah. And let's, and well, Scott, I want you to answer. And then I'm going to talk about like what actually is going on in people's heads a little bit when, when you're in this state mm-hmm. of mind it, when it comes to a family or a friend. Cause I think this can happen definitely with friends as well. Right. Yeah. So Scott, what, what would you do? Well, it's hard cause I don't have this with siblings either. Um, everybody just sort of gets along. And if I have an issue where I don't like, you know, something that's being decided on for, a, I don't know, a get together or something, or if there's some reason why they're, I, you know, I feel like something has to be said. I just say it and yeah. people either, 
you know, then we, we either adjust or I, or I live with the, this majority vote. It's fine. Like this, I have no real issues with siblings, but I do run into this stuff with John all the time. Yeah. Um, and despite the fact that he's 94 and should just be in a chair, <laughs> he, he still acts like <laughs> he's... not have any opinions anymore. Yeah, he yeah, still acts right. like he's, you know, 30 and, and everybody should listen to what he has to say. Um, and it's fine, but what I do is a lot like a lot like what Brian described, you know, I know that he talked some smack or something behind my back because I didn't agree with something mm-hmm. he said or, or Kim didn't yeah. hug him right away at an event or something. There's a whole story with that that just was so stupid. And um, I'm, I'm pretty easy going when it comes to like, well, I'm still going to the family thing and I'll still hug him and say, John, how you doing? And how's it going? Um, so I just, it's not that I'm pretending like nothing happened. Right. But he knows, and I know. So, you know, yeah. either either you're gonna, you know, I'm not. Gonna, what I'm not gonna do is create situations where there's gonna be a clash unless someone forces it. But I'm not gonna yeah. go to one of these events and have like a, an agenda on how I'm gonna uh, call him or, out or, or something. A battle that makes everybody feel uncomfortable and awkward, and yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want any of that. But I don't avoid the thing. So if it's, you know, it's Christmas wherever, then I'm going. You know, Thanksgiving at Misha's. Yeah. Let's so go. You would go. You, yeah. You'd go to celebrate Avery the athlete. And where would you mm-hmm. sit? I would sit. So I would be, and I'm I'm one of these siblings in this, or I'm the sibling in the middle in this yeah, situation. You're the, yeah, you're the email. You're sibling yeah. in the middle. You're Malcolm in the middle. Oh, I, I hope his name is not Malcolm. I would sit close. <laughs> I would sit. <laughs> I would sit in wherever, whatever proximity is the right proximity to celebrate the whole point of Avery the athlete having senior night. That's it. Like I would yeah. go in full. Why are we actually here mode? Not mm-hmm. worry about all the peripheral crap that's still just going right. to be a problem no matter what we do. I would be like, I do this now. It's it's like if I go, if I go to one of Van's soccer games, I am one thousand percent there for Van, and do not care if another parent's getting loud or somebody is getting too competitive or a ref makes some mistake and they're losing now. Do not care. I yeah. care about if he's grinning, if he's having a good time, if he wants me to hold his hat, I'll do it. Like being, I want to be there for the kid with the other kids. Et yeah. Cetera. yeah. I just want to yeah. be there for the kid. That's it. And I'm, yeah. I'm of the personal belief that that shores up the stuff Wendy was talking about earlier, which is it is up to Taylor and Dylan, how their kids are raised. This is their, this is their time now. So what's, what do I get in this deal? I don't get to go, well, I'm, I'm the patriarch of this unit, and I desire. I'm, I'm not doing any of that. You will do what I say, do what I decree. Exactly. The best yeah. way into yeah. the heart of that kid is for me to be there for the kid. That's it. And support him. Yeah. Right. And me All doing that do. supports his parents, which they like, which means everybody's going to be in a good circle. So unless I have some crazy motive, let's say I'm the grandparent in this situation. Yeah. Unless... I, oh, you're not doing it for the grandkid. You are doing it for you. <laughs> yeah. Like if that's yeah. the yeah. case, that's your that's your core issue. Yeah. Your, your parent your parents are kind of effed up because that I understand that it's hard. I understand you want to constantly give advice. I understand you want to be the wisdom in the room anytime life has a question. And that you think everybody should go, oh, stop what we're doing. Let's hear what the <laughs> what does the great the, what does great leader have to say? Yeah, what does the what does the oracle have to tell us today so that we can live our lives more according to his wisdom? <laughs> F that noise. Like I'm not doing yeah. that. Because for A, I are I you gotta know your own weaknesses and know that you're you're fallible. The generational yeah. differences are real. You know, like I got in an argument with uh, 
you know, it used to be kind of a, a cute thing to tell people that dad referred to the Korean kids. Uh, <laughs> oh, with slang terms. Slang terms. Yeah. That, yeah. And in yeah. our house, we thought, well, that's a term of endearment because he never did it in a mean way. And it all felt fine. It was the outside world that would use those terms and make everybody uncomfortable. Well, he did it on purpose. He it, did it on it purpose. Exactly. But to defuse them, basically, yeah. or to yeah, take away to their de- power. Yeah. yeah. Try, by the way, explaining the cuteness of that to Gen Z and see how they respond to oh, it. Oh, yeah, no. no they yeah. can't do it. They don't get it. I do anyway. I do fun. I do yeah. also. And, and Nick and, and B the other night were just like, that's terrible. I'm like, yeah, but you know my dad. He didn't. It was never a, a thing that was blah, blah, blah. And so we were having this whole thing. And there there is a yeah. there is a point where you just have to go. Oh, this was, never, this well, was and me. they don't know your dad. No, and it was <laughs> right, me right, and exactly. it was me in the nineties. It was no different with me and my parents and them and their parents and them and their totally. parents all the way back to whenever. Like this is just what you do. So the quicker What's you can let go one, of that, like? you just what let, is B and Nick's kids generation gonna think B and oh, Nick are geez. ridiculous about? Oh, they're gonna <gasps> uh, more things than I'd care to list, but then that might just be me doing my thing, right? Right, yeah. right. So, yeah. so the yeah. sooner they're going to be writing into a podcast to say about you. Yeah. So, so literally, the I, I, this is my only advice. The best thing you can do is to let yourself go and quit being, quit, drop this idea that you, you know it all or that you are the most important voice in the room because you're not anymore. You may have been at one time, but you're not now. And it's okay. You're talking to the grandpa. The grandpa. Yeah. It's okay yeah, yeah. that you okay. don't have that kind of power anymore. And it's okay yeah. that that's transferred to these others you brought into the world. And it's okay that they're doing that now for their kids. It's right. it's fine. And the quicker you admire, or you embrace that, the more you can freaking relax, dude. Like yeah. enjoy the I'm kids. Guessing, I'm guessing our listener is laughing right now. Like, <laughs> you tell my dad that. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I on realize. some so level, that works for you. You're yeah. you're 100 right, but there are definitely people who, and they react stronger and stronger the closer any of that kind of sort of actual growing up is told to them. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. the actual response to generational differences or to anyone who thinks differently. Is, is a sign of your, the work you have either done or not done, your maturity, your willingness to hear somebody else out, um, not thinking you're the most important. And usually, and, and actually, I'll just dive into that real quick. What's going on in somebody's head when they have been the center of their own family life and then they're less relevant or there's conflict and things start to fall apart is you use the skills you have. And there is, and this is where the generational divide really shows up right? Where what skills do you have besides you will do what I say, you will cry, you, I'll give you something to cry about. Like if you think of what the template really was, it is force or silence or it's, it's, it's not good communication. So then when you, that fire is lit in your own life, you then have to navigate some really difficult emotional conversations or apologize or, Mm. you know, whatever that might be. And that is not in your wheelhouse. Then other people's boundaries get to determine what ends up happening. So that's that response is just harsher and harsher towards somebody's boundaries, which tells you something. Mm -hmm. It's not about a relationship. It's about the power or the role that you've always had. And now you do not have. So they're going to go around it. They're going to threaten. They're going to yell. They're going to do those other things. I mean, that that level of maturity is showing through. So what age would you put that at? Probably not a 70-year-old. Mm. That would be maturity level of a teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's hard to see and recognize when that's your parent. It's really hard to see your parents accurately because it's scary. It's scary to see maybe they they are not okay <laughs> in any way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the person setting the boundaries, the sibling and their spouse and the, the kids, they're setting boundaries for their own sanity, their own safety, their own whatever they're doing it for. I don't know. Um, and they're running into that conflict. So this M- Malcolm in the Middle is having the unfortunate job that everybody is coming to them to try to manage their feelings about the other without ever working that out directly. Because yeah. obviously it's not safe to do that, right? right? So something I reread just a little part part of what um, they had written that I think is helpful to know. Um, so listen to this part again. To me, yeah. this seems like a recruitment letter. So that's what they feel oh, like. I was this. wondering about that. Yeah, we went yeah. past that, but I was wondering about the yeah. recruitment, like recruiting them to your side. Yes, right? in the to, guise to of an invitation. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, and it mentions that they would like us to attend, but we are never actually asked to attend. There are no question marks in the whole thing. Are they just taking the temperature of the situation? Are they fishing, feeling us out? So here is where, when people are using passive aggressive communication, you have this incredible option that most of us don't use because we aren't just black and white fingers. We're, we're like reading into it and trying to understand what they really mean, mm-hmm. you know, but I want you to get, yeah. I want you to get real childlike about this and just see it as black and white, which is, Oh, hold on. Am I invited? Like, just ask, yeah, find right. out. Yeah. Am I yeah. invited? Would you like us to come? Uh, I want to be there for Avery. If that's what Avery wants. Um, yeah. Let me know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, but I, but I, I didn't see that in the email. So I, I wasn't clear. It wasn't clear. Right. Yeah. Just ask them to clarify. Good, so then they right. can say, oh, you're not invited. <laughs> or yes, you're invited. <laughs> oh no, we'd love to have you. Sorry yeah. if that didn't come across as such. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. And really they're just probably being really careful. It may not be passive aggressive because here's the thing. You have both sets in your ear. You have mainly grandparents in your ear is what I'm suspecting because listen to the last mm. paragraph. Besides the lack of questions and the lack of details, the email also assumes we're getting information from the grandparents. Oh, sure. Which they would have no way to know, quote, or parenthesis, although it is true. Well, guess what? They know. They know, and it might even be the grandparents saying, yeah, we talked to your your sibling about this. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. I guarantee that's happening. So they they agree with us, even though they might not, right? 100%. 100%. So you got to extract yourself from that equation or yeah. you're just going to have to keep doing this, yeah. right? You you yeah. get to choose. Do you want to be an independent actor here or do you want to be the pawn of each of them? And it sounds like grandparents have more sway over this person than the sibling um, or has have more information maybe. Mm-hmm. or And they're just trying to be neutral. I get that. But there's what's really tough. And I understand right now what I'm saying, you're probably going to recoil and go, no, 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 no. <laughs> and that is to set some boundaries with your parents that you will not talk about this other family. Hmm. So it's I have done this. Yeah, yeah. It is because it's, first of all, torture for you. Yeah. Can you yeah. even say something like yeah. this? Hey, Hey guys, guess what? I had to write an email in and I had to have these two guys who have no qualifications. <laughs> help me. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I had to have beanie in the toaster. Uh, help yeah. me out with my problem. Yeah. Because, That's how uh, desperate I am. Snow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so can you just let me draw this line? Because yeah. I'm going to just assume that the, the reason they wouldn't haven't done that already is because clearly looks what look what happens when you set boundaries with grandma and grandpa. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's pretty scary. So you, you got to decide though. And, and is this person's partnered? I think they were. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. Maybe have their own kids or kids coming or I don't know how this all works for them other than they keep being the neutral on good terms with everyone. So it means they have enough boundaries, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they have enough. They're just not triggered by this, some of the same things, right? Yeah. But extricating yourself from this would be huge. And really, Scott's point's a, a really good one, which is, what is in the best interest of Avery? So ask them, hey, mm, was that an invitation? Sure. Sorry, I, mis- I maybe misunderstood. And then when they, oh, yeah, it is an Im- invitation. You're like, great. What time is it? What can I give Avery as a gift? Um, yeah, focus love on to him. support yep. Avery. Yep. And then I would do this because this is how I'm passive aggressive. And actually, I wouldn't even have to try, you guys, because I am naturally it's natural. Very late. Yeah, no, I like this. I, this is exactly what I would do. Too, yeah, yeah, I'd show up late. I would show up late and sit in the back row. That's what I would do. Or I would show up so early that I could yeah. pick some randos to sit between. Mm-hmm. But I that would, would that wouldn't allow you to have anybody take yep. your side. Like, right, right, glue mm-hmm. onto you. Oh, There's ways to yep. do it. Yeah, There's ways that's to what do I would it. do physically yeah. to be there for Avery. But I would also clarify be. The more, the less passive aggressive, the more assertive, the more honest you are with both parties, the better this is going to be. Agreed. This is a, man, you're speaking my language. I cannot stand, can't stand when there's like any of this in between people and nobody wants to say anything. Just freaking say it. And you can do it in a way that like you just demonstrate. You can do it in a nice way. Diplomatic. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be confrontational. But just right. get it out there and just let the air out of that nasty mattress. Just you just have to you just have to figure out how to separate the the buildup of frustration, anger that you've had that you've made, probably created yourself when you yes. address it, so it doesn't come out like a. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. is yeah. some of that because yeah. no matter who yeah. you're listening to it, and going back to this couple counseling thing, truly, if I sat with this one of the spouses. And heard every single story. Guess what I'm going to believe? Them. Sure, of course. Right? But then I hear the other side of the exact same story. And I'm like, whoa, that's so different. (laughs) That's not what they said at all. That is not. And yeah, same story. You were both in the Bahamas on a honeymoon. And yeah, but none (laughs) of the facts are matching in terms of who is fault, blah, blah, blah. And and what that is, is immature communication. And it is not healthy. And it is, it, it needs work. And unless yeah. you are a professional who wants to do this job clearly for free, then step out of it, right? Yeah. Fire yourself. And so you can do that in a couple different ways and still be keeping the peace. But I think the big one is like, don't put up with crappy communication anymore. Just say, am I invited or not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then how can I support this kid? Great. And if this person wants to talk to you about mom and dad, you're like, that's a, that's a subject I don't go down the road. You're welcome. That's right. You probably Here's should the talk to the them about that. Or you, right. Here's a book. Here's an email. <laughs> Send an email to these three people. They'll help you. And then grandparents, I know this would be really tough, but that's probably where most of the boundaries need to be set. Yeah. And it could just be like, I'm sorry you're in pain. I can't help you with that. I'm sorry. You can just kind of repeat yourself. Like a great strategy when someone has um, this passive aggressive behind your back crap you just repeat something kind of over and over you don't do it in an obnoxious way but just kind of like i'm sorry that hurt you mm-hmm. yeah and you know you you have it on repeat and then you change the subject there's a lot of skills you can just employ to get out of some of this and not have to maybe have a massive confrontation um because it sounds like that's not your mojo right you're not going to do that yeah. um but you know it it may be important to stop being 
where they they drop all of this stuff. So I have a particular family member who likes to tell me things about how he disagrees with other people's parenting. And I love to just be like, remind me what it was like when you were a parent. Like I just turn it right back to in the seventies. Gosh, I wonder, a, I wonder who yeah. that is. I don't know who I would be talking about. Yeah, I have no but idea. But it is so easy to do because everyone really in the end either just wants to complain, wants to be heard, wants to be seen. And so I just do it in a different way. But usually what it does is it shuts the whole thing down because it's mm-hmm. not actually what they need. They don't want they don't want the grace applied to them as parents in the 70s to be applied to the parents of the modern era. So flipping it to, you know, something else or you know, hey, let me tell you about my kid. Because here's the thing I am worried about. If Malcolm in the Middle has children, if Malcolm in the Middle has a spouse, <laughs> their kids are getting ignored. Yeah. I know oh, they yeah. are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or they're getting they're so focused on cahoots. this. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you, you, there are, they're toxic folks, people. They, they, they are. And I think we're a little too quick to cut everyone out of our lives. I think you've got to do some due diligence and some work at it. Mm-hmm. And most people without learning their own strategies and setting boundaries and trying some stuff might just jump to this, the easiest thing. And that's just to be done. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like this person doesn't have that interest at all, but just needs to protect themselves a little bit better Yeah. and get people to communicate a little more straightforward. Just them directly. I'm just rooting for Avery, the athlete. That's all I, at this point, the I rest know. of you, the rest of you can work out all your freaking adult issues. Do it. Do definitely work on it. But right. the, he's the one that I want to break the chain and get the F away from this behavior and have a great life. Either as an athlete, hey, if it doesn't work out, you don't get in the NFL, it's okay. Go have another career. Either way, don't have all this weird bullshit you see your grandparents and your parents engaged in. Exactly. Yeah. Get right. get out of that cycle. And, right. If you can. And to, to our emailer, I just say, you know, sometimes you just got to say to yourself, yes, no, maybe, I don't know. Can you repeat the question? Yeah. 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 Say that again in a way that I could understand. I'm not <laughs> understanding you. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Well, let, yeah. You're doing your job too good of listening. So stop listening. Stop sometimes. listening right, so hard. Right, right. Let exactly. us know, Malcolm, who we've now called you uh, in, in the middle, <laughs> and let us know how it goes, what it was like to to work with uh, the future Walter White, and uh, we'll uh, we can't wait to get some stuff back from you. <laughs> It's a deep cut. Uh, Wendy, this is great. I'm good. We started the year off right with uh, some, you know, the holidays are over. So now we're just left with grumpy people. And uh, we this- are. I'm telling you, you know, my January influx, it's real this year. What happened at everyone's Christmases? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. That'll yeah be- so it is real. Um, We did talk a little bit about, and I had somebody send a book recommendation, but I'd love an email to riff on too of uh, shadow work, which actually would really apply to this, gr- this grandparents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but anybody who's got, uh, something there, a question they want to ask about that or whatever would be a fun jumping off point. I think that'd be fun to do, but I mean, I'm open to whatever, but I also think the shadow is fun to talk about. Yeah. You know, I, that one, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The shadow. The shadow. I, I don't know what evil lurks in the hearts of men. Whenever you hear the word shadow, don't you hear Gollum saying shadow? Oh, <laughs> oh a little bit. Yeah, now that you no, say it. No, actually, I don't. Uh, now that you oh, say okay, it, well. I do think, I think of the shadow. Precious, Precious yes, but not yes, shadow. But yeah. He says, yeah. shadow. Shadow. Anyway. <laughs> Something in shadow. Right. He does say that. Huh. 
but yeah. uh, but I think of the I think of, um like Brian I think of the yeah you think of Alec Baldwin Al- Alec with Baldwin a, movie uh, with, <laughs> a, with a thing over his mouth and yeah. a bandana only yeah. the shadow knows it's garbage that movie sucks but it's anyway. so bad. yeah I'll think of I'll think okay. of Gollum next time Wendy yeah, have a, a yeah, thing please to think do. Of. Yeah. have a fantastic week and uh, we'll do this again next time bye now all right, bye bye. bye. All right, that was. I really wish Wendy would, um, you know, when she answers the call, I I know she's probably got a phone up to her head or she's using the thing so she doesn't look at the phone, doesn't look at the pictures in our uh, discussion, but Mm -hmm. two pictures of IUDs and then John Lydon, Johnny Rotten. uh, (laughs) It's just like such a, such a, uh, a weird, uh, taboo category or something i don't know yeah, yeah it must be if she was looking in there and actually paying attention to that stuff it would probably be like what are you guys doing before exactly. i come Why on you have pictures of iud's in your uh in your chat i think of that with everyone we bring into the call because i'm like what, yeah. what did we yeah. just send to each other there are some weird things that we've had pictures of in here uh yeah and they've some of them have been unless you explain it it's a real weird right. deal coral snakes and revolution hats and uh yeah Got some yeah. audio in here. What's the audio of? That's right. Taylor Swift, where she well, parts Well, good evening, Theodore's Reckon Yard. Oh, yeah, the guy from... Oh, uh, yeah, Brad Roberts. Brad yeah. Roberts. So, like, this is a confusing mix in here. It is. And we're all wondering what the heck. Uh, all right, that is it for today's program. I'll tell you this, though. We are... Uh, we got stuff coming up. We got Coverville today at noon. All right, so watch yeah. for that. that Jimmy was, Page. That's right. Everyone loves take a page out right. of the Jimmy Page book. Great um, uh, Inuit cover of Going to California uh, going to be played on the show today. Ooh, like that in the cool. Inuit language. Yeah. Wow. I never, I, that'll be a first for me to ever hear yeah. that. So you can do that live or get the podcast, but check it out. Live, Coverville on yeah. uh, twitch.tv slash Coverville today. Uh, core tonight at 4 p.m. Uh, that'll be it here at frogpants.tv. And uh, pick your poison. You can stream it wherever now, but uh, the podcast will be up shortly after. We've got a bunch to talk about. A few things dropped in the uh, the news this week, plus some some big game stuff going on. So come check out our hot show tonight, Core, 4 p.m. Mountain Time, uh, right here. Uh, Patreon Couch Party tomorrow at 10. Uh, we are starting. I don't know if we're doing the whole thing. Are we, do, are we cutting that in half, or how are we doing the movie? We haven't talked about that. Oh, um, we how long it, is Real Genius? Yeah, Real Genius. we got to figure out the runtime. Uh, look at it right now, and it is... Um, one hour and 48 minutes. I'd say, you know what? Uh, starting at 10. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's All right. do it. We're ripping let's through it. Whole thing. Yep. Yeah. Ripping through it. Real genius. Val Kilmer. Is there any nudity in that? Do we need to worry about that? Uh, uh nah. Cause let me it's... look at the parents guide on IMDB. I mean, it's just in discord, but if you're, yeah, if you're worried and you're coming in there, just so you know, well, there may be some I'm stuff. Kissing, some mild sexual references and a few women are wearing bikinis. Oh during my a party. gosh. Uh, by the way, their budget eight million. Their box office thirteen million. Things were different in eighty five. Yeah, they were. Yep. Anyway, that's coming up. Watch for that. And uh, also tomorrow. What is ten- intended to be a dramatization? <laughs> a person is vaporized by a powerful laser. What? All right, forget it. We're not watching it. Forget it. Now forget it. Uh, play retro. That's for patrons, by the way. Uh, tomorrow, I'll play retro at one thirty p.m. Tomorrow, uh, me and Dunaway. Right. So I'm shortly after we finish up uh, Couch Party, and then Skim at some point between now and then. I don't know when we're doing it, but we are doing one, Kim and I. Yep. And I think that's it, everybody. I think yeah. that's it. That's all she wrote. Um, uh, almost. Uh, guess the connection tomorrow morning at nine a.m. Oh, and right. I'll tell you, folks. Uh, 
four or five guesses, but nobody's gotten this week's connection yet. So if you're a Coverville patron and you can become one for just a buck a month, cheap, made that mistake too, mm. um, you can uh, uh, you can potentially win some cool prizes, which include a 3D printed Mandalorian, an extra that I have that's already painted in gunmetal silver, and uh, a set of Portal 2 coasters that Whoa. look like, I'll just show you. Like, how cool Are they this? orange and blue? No, they're the... Um, so I can't drop a cup in one and have it pop. Oh, look at that! These are actual ceramic... Love it. ...coasters that are the uh, the portal signs. Yeah, like I the... Um, what's the name of the company? My brain just went dead. Uh, Aperture Science. Aperture Science signs like, warning, this could have Aperture a fall. Aperture Science. Oh, yeah. man. I miss those games. Right. I There's too. supposedly a brand new mod for Portal 2 just came out that's like a full game someone made. A full it's basically a Portal 2 expansion. Yeah. I gotta I gotta play that. Ooh. Ooh. I, yeah, might, need to I think it's free. I think it's just a straight oh, cool. up mod, yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, so, that'll uh, do so it for that. us. Thank you all for listening. Uh, been a real treat today. We're going to get out of here with some, some music, and uh, Brian brought it, so you may as well it's play it. It's been a real hoot. Um, oh. Let's uh, you know, let's move from Ireland to Iceland, which obviously uh, is just they're just one letter apart. That's how close they are. Hi there, Scott and Brian. My name is Balder. I am the legally blind guy from Iceland with Nova, the guide dog. I've written it a couple times before over the years, but I don't expect you remember. Totally remember. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, a name like Balder? Come on. How are we going to How are we gonna forget that? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm turning 50 on the 14th of January this year. Oh, my gosh. And I'm gosh. wondering if I could get a song request in uh, for my Monday walk with Nova, if possible. But any time during the week is fine. I've always been a massive Beth Gibbons fan and fell in love with her when I heard the Dummy album uh, from Portishead when I was young. Love that album. Mm. That is, that is and what is that? That is trip hop. That is, that's a genre I can't get enough of. Uh, she's an amazing singer, but unfortunately she has not recorded many covers. Her album out of season with Rustin man, Rustin man, sorry, is also one of my favorite albums of all time. If you find or can play anything sung by Beth Gibbons on the show, make my day. If not, I heard recently the surprisingly good cover of glory box by Oscar winner, Olivia Coleman that she recorded for the BBC children in need a few years back. And that one would also work if you have it. If not, just pick something you think would be appropriate. Thank you both and all the contributions to TMS for all the great entertainment over the years. Been listening since the beginning and will continue to listen while you do this great show. Awesome. Balder. Nice. Balder, here's the deal. I've made a decision after yesterday. Anyone 40 and up, they get this. Happy birthday. Anything younger, they get the other one. All right. Okay. That's the deal. Fair enough. All 40 right. is the cutoff. 40 is the All cutoff. Right. And you're, you know, 50 is a big one. So grats to, for making it this long. You officially have lived longer than the average lifespan in the 1800s. Nicely done. Ha! Well done. Yes. Yeah. Something to, something of achievement to pat yourself on the back for. Sure. Uh, hey, you know what? That uh, Olivia Coleman cover of Portishead's Glory Box is fantastic. And so, hell yes, we're going to play it. Um, this will blow your mind if you haven't heard it, because uh, Olivia Coleman is, uh, she's got the right voice for this sort of thing. She's just awesome. There's nothing, right now, I don't think there's anything that Olivia Coleman can't do. I think she's amazing. I didn't and, know she uh, could sing. That's a, that's a, that's news to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, love her. And that, um, that movie she did two years ago where she's on a vacation and sees another family that she kind of becomes obsessed with. 
Mm. Wish I could remember the name of it. It is fantastic and underappreciated. You need to check that movie out. You need to find out the name of it and then check that movie out. All right. <laughs> here he is from the BBC Children in Need Got It covered album from 2019. Here's Olivia Coleman covering Portishead's Glory Box. Girls to play 
Frogpants.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.